being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden symbols and messages as well as all the lyrics of all the pop rock songs. And they all sing the same refrain. This is a special request. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Adam Dunn is out of town in New York. I'm your stand-in host, Mitch Shinasa. We're here with Mr. Bike Holly. I was going to ask you where Adam is. He's in New York. It's, it's weird in here without him here. Well, he wasn't here last week either, and I you weren't here last so week, I, I, I so it was like super weird last week. I had no one to banter with. Yeah, me and the kid. Strange. Oh, we got the kid here too. When you were doing the intro yeah, there, hey. I was expecting like a Bloodhound Gang sort of reference because you're like, look, well, that'd be, be a pun show. or a play on words. That was a play on a TV show. Um, you remember the Bloodhound Gang? I, I always thought that was like a bad rap group. On three, two, school. one, contact. On, on PBS, you guys oh, too young. Talking about wow. a TV show. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I know the band from. Uh, yeah, too. I'm thinking so in Pennsylvania. Bl- Blood Hunt. Yeah, well, they, they, they were named after this TV show. I would imagine. I, I would imagine that baby too. Baby ain't nothing but mammals. That that's the book. Yeah. And that guy was an intern on the Howard Stern show too, and that's actually how they got discovered. Yep. So, anyways, they kid, you were an intern on a show. How come you didn't I get was discovered? The intern on the you did. Show. You I met mad people. You got discovered by us. Yeah. I met mad people. So I was expecting you to say, uh, bl- th- "Thank you for calling the Bloodhound Detective Agency." Mister Bloodhound isn't in. So what's what was this Bloodhound? I don't understand. What was the You're Bloodhound? A little young thing? to understand. I guess. Yeah, when did it's it come a little out? complex for you, bud. When I'll send you some links. Oh, you know, not on Facebook. Never mind. No, but when did it come out? When isn't it weird that he's not on Facebook? You really snap? Did you, did you Snapchat bike? No, I don't. I'm not. I'm well, not how little, do you feel about Periscope? I'm not a little girl. Periscope is something a submarine. You don't know about Periscope? No. Periscope is an app. It's like. You just broadcast to an anom- What are you doing? He's raving. Is this what? Th- is this your '90s music? Thirty seconds. Cut it. Awesome. I'm glad that happened. I'm not sure I would have recognized that song. Thanks, kid. Uh, so, if you're listening, that means you're smart enough to catch us on livestream.com. If you're obviously not hearing this, you are quite acutely aware that I haven't updated the uh, AdamDunshow.com. In bed yet? That's because my computer's being shitty, and I'm doing it right now. So probably the kid and bike are going to take it away from. So the that's why I'm refreshing my computer and going. I wonder if anyone can see us or hear us. No, no. If you go to the live stream page, you'll be good. Sorry, but, uh, I'm done with the Bloodhound Gang now. You I'm, gl- I'm glad. I would have known that was a Bloodhound. I thought it was Kenny Rogers. Wait, or what do you mean, Kenny How? Rogers? How could you think that, kid? You need to be done with the Bloodhound. Just so you know, FYI, if you go to the live stream page, you're still looking at Canapoo. Really? Yeah. Because you're going to the live stream, not the. You got to go back to the channel. Well, just, you just went back to the last event. So it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Kid, how was your week? It was good. What'd you do? Oh man, um, I mean, I did a bunch of work at down at the Dark Horse facility, and what'd you a do? Bunch of cold the calls. Dark Horse facility. Yeah, we got a. Uh, Cold so calls, that's rough. Yeah, it was, I mean, that's... I mean, Have you ever done anything like that before? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I, when I did sales for Incredible, I made mad. Outside like of the cannabis industry, months. have you three ever months. done cold calls? Yeah, it's I worked... It's brutal. Yeah, it sucks, dude. I did it Mike, for... Mike, you seem like a good cold caller, no? 
I am, but I, I, I did it for Kutztown for, for the alumni association, like my freshman year, and like was calling alumni asking them for the money. And you would literally be told, like, "Stop fucking calling me! I just graduated last semester." Kid, what makes so you think if you're I can gonna you yell, money? you got to move away. Oh uh, yeah, from the is mic. that the case? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, so we we did a lot of cold calling. Um, we actually decided we're gonna have. Uh, well, Jason's going to have Brit running essentially the entire back end of Metric for, for Dark Horse and for AU and for Extracted. Wow. So wow, this been, is so... I bet all the listeners want to know more about You this. asked about my fucking week, dick. Kid, if you're going to yell, you got to move yelling. back from the mic. I'm just talking at a raised volume. That's, well, if you're going to do that, you got to move back no, from the mic. No, because I am back. If I was this close, then this is where you start popping, you know? But I, I am back. Okay. I'm all the way back here. I'm a good six Still inches. not getting any video. I, Bike, how's your week? How well, am I getting video? I'm looking right at right it. It's here. weird. Yeah. Every time you say that... I don't know. You got to you got to click that thing. Click My press thing? comes today yeah. too. That's the news I was trying to get from you. I was going to ask you if I could talk about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I heard you talking well, about we're something. Have, we're going to have we're going to have mean, him on the show next week. He was he was going to call oh. in this week, but he has a meeting with his kid's school and stuff during the time of our show. Wait, so what is it the meeting about? Oh, I don't know. What's He's, his kid's name? I don't know. You what really his kid's you name like is. all these details that are why do I la- I need I to know what his kid's name is to I know what he's doing? We no. all know that about Dark Horse now. No, he's, uh, I mean, like I said, I don't even know the guy personally. We just we just talked because of the press. So he, we'll, we'll, we, will have, uh, we will have Medicine Man on next week. Cool. Uh, Mike, yeah, you got it now? Today. So I got what? You got it. Is it? I got it now. Is there a chat room happening? Chat, chat, yep. How many? A 69er, dude. Cool. Uh, 69. Any regs? I'm Regularios? Sure. Who you see in there? I see some noobs and a couple regs, yeah. Cool. What did you want to ask, Mike? About the rosin. I heard something about a fire. Oh, oh yeah. So what can I? Happened? I'm going to talk about it because <laughs> I don't give a shit. So I was sent, and you know, let me just say, it's a shame that it got to the level that it got to with me and this person because... Wait, kid. Can, uh, there were levels reached? Just stick yeah. to the, Why don't you just stick I to am, the facts? I am. Bike, I'm sticking bike, to the facts. Let me get a piece of your honey bar. I'm going to fade. Let me get a piece of your honey bar. I'm going to um, fade. But essentially, there was... Uh, um, a text sent to me this weekend while I was on a hike, actually with with Griffin here. Um, Turn your phone off when you go hiking. And, well, well, no, I always bring it in case we like you know Thanks, like something Encounter happens. I have my phone. But anyway, I had my phone and I was sent some text messages with some photos of a Facebook conversation, um, and it essentially started on the Rosin Tech uh, group. Drama on the mountain, I guess. And it said, "How detrimental to one of these press companies would it be if I re- released videos and photos of their product catching fire?" Um, he's like, "I've," and then it said, "You can only piss down someone's back for so long and tell them that it is water." I I kind of love that he hasn't memorized. Um, well, because memorized. Oh, it made my day. And then wants to use that line again. He never heard. It and before. then of course, uh, <laughs> and uh, of course, you know, it, people started asking him, "What company was it? Was it this? Was it that?" And then someone mentioned that it was a $3,700 press company, which we all know is Rosin Technologies and their pneumatic. I did not know that. And then they... I didn't either. Well, I didn't know any they, other companies. The I, I couldn't name Rosin press companies. I couldn't tell you a Rosin processing company. Really? I could tell you the melt. Maybe. Yeah, I could tell maybe, you essential sure. extract. Besides those I could tell two. you extracted. Well, Rocky that guy hasn't ever seen any of your stuff, so... Well, it goes on shelf on, on Tuesday. We pick up our order on well, Tuesday. I, I also hear less talk about it. On Facebook, which is a good gauge of what's going on. You think it's over? And or that I've only seen serious. to this day. What is it? Nine twenty-three. So five months and two days ago, at the Adam Dunshaw Invitational, I dabbed Fletch's last dab of his Rude Boy OG rosin. It was the best rosin I've ever tasted since then. It's all tasted like dog balls. I ask him about. He's, he's you guys. Tried you, four of my you guys. Have, you guys. 
dabbed all the good shit from Yeah, it was all gone by the time you got oh, so yeah. Yeah. I didn't even get, some of that every wasn't time all you that guys great, were dabbing man. me shit and I was like, Really? This is what you went to California for? Glad I stayed here. Yeah, some of the stuff even in the Chalice kit wasn't all that great. But yeah, anyway, long story short, Rosin Technologies Press is the I guess the heating element is You bought that one? No, I didn't. Oh. Thank God. Well, but you just like skipped over the whole story to bicker with bike. That's well, well, well okay, so the person biker. posted up and started was complaining and oh. I guess essentially the PID even when it's in the off whoa, position. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to explain things like PID. The heating the, the unit that is used to control the temperature of the heat. Um, of the heating plates is called the PID. Mm-hmm. Um, they and what does that stand for? I have no idea. Mm. I have no idea. Um, it's just it's a PID. That's what I call it. Look into that shit. Uh, why? I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. What the fuck a PID? If someone asks you on a radio for? show what it stands for. You don't look Ooh. so silly. I don't look silly. I don't know what it stands for. I know what it does. And I know You're what it's used with for. Fucking with PIDs and you don't know what it is. I'm not fucking with anything. This isn't my press. What you the down fuck? Down with PID. Anyway. Nope. The heating unit, even when it is in the off position, is still raising the temperature of the bottom heat plate. The bottom heat plate is then frying the fiberglass uh, encasing that is sitting around the bottom heat plate and causing that to smoke. So when you're pressing your rosin, it seems like you know, you're pressing out a little steam or that little puff of smoke that you see towards the end of the press. It's really fiberglass burning. And, I mean, if you leave your, your warehouse and your press stays on and it gets up to, you know, 1,000 degrees and starts setting fiberglass on fire and then your whole building catches on fire, I'm pretty sure it was just the one press. Um, so they're, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they, they did take what care of them. What was that? That was crazy. Send them out another that press. That rant about how your building's going to catch down. Catch it's true, fire. but that's what can happen. I mean, but like I said, I think it was that one press, but he also complained about, you know, being told that things were done when they weren't done, being told things were shipped when they weren't shipped, and... But, you know, I mean, it's, I mean... I'm sure someone's got something to say about this in the chat room. Issues are going to happen, but, I mean, that's just... It just goes to show not everybody's perfect, so that's why I was happy to see that. You know, not everybody makes mistakes. Not not that... That's a fine point. Not that their press isn't working. That makes me sad because that's, you know, it's a company's press. What made you so happy? What made me happy is because these people gave me such a hard time about what I was doing and the R&D that I'm putting into making my concentrates, and then they're putting out presses that are also having flaws to them. So, again, you guys did a shit ton of R&D, and your presses are fucking catching shit on fire. So, uh, again, kudos to you for what you guys are doing. And I'm sure it was just that one press. I might have just been an issue. Um, but, again, it's proof. Everybody makes mistakes, and everybody learns the hard way. You know, it's not that you, it's not like, oh, I told you your press was going to catch on fire. I'm sure somebody gave him that kind of warning, and they said, ah, it won't be getting hot enough for that need to get on fire. So, is there a need to get on fire? For, or for the, for, you know what I'm saying. You don't no. have to fucking pick my words out. But uh, anyway, I mean, that's, that's pretty much my point with that and why I was so happy. Because it proves that everybody makes mistakes. No matter how much R&D you're putting into things, your products can still take a turn uh, uncontrollably. You know, it has nothing to do with you or the efforts that you put in. And so. thanks. Thanks so much. To the kid for filling that time. We are now up on adamdunshow.com. If Boom. everyone wants to put it out there, bike, uh, everyone listening in the chat room, guys, I can see you all now. Thankfully, missed you. Uh, let people know we're up, we're live, so we're gonna get this train rolling. Kid, you got it queued up. Um, do we have uh, do we have news ready to go? Uh, you know, I had it open and then my browser closed. I mean, Bike sent I'm ready. me some. I'm ready. I got. I Bike have sent our, me some. Our clip ready Hold on. to go. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it's okay. it. Okay, just mm-hmm. you just you tell me when, and we're getting there. it. You know, getting it's, it. It's plenty, plenty fine. But yeah, no, the new press comes today. Not a pneumatic hand press. But it's going to be awesome. Everyone who bought them is ranting and raving about them. I've been hearing nothing but killer reviews from people who already have the presses. So I'm really, really excited to get it. Okay. Yeah. You I'm know. ready. You ready? Let's do it up. 
You know what? Bring that back. Uh, you don't need to. It's loading. Mendocino County Sheriff's deputies Sherry. raid tribes pot operation near Ukiah. Sherry, now, if you guys listen to the news, news, news a lot, you know that uh, news, news, news a lot. We were ta- we were following this story where there was this uh, farm, uh, Native American reservation up in NorCal, where they were going to start this huge grow run by United Cannabis. Well, the Mendocino County Sheriff's Office raided <laughs> a medical marijuana growing operation on Indian land just north of Ukiah on Tuesday, disrupting a high-profile project that had garnered national attention and was hailed by tribal leaders as a new way to generate jobs and revenue for cash-strapped tribes. Deputies eradicated some 400 pot plants from an outdoor location. At another location, they began dismantling a, quote, highly sophisticated chemical laboratory where honey oil, a sticky concentrated pot product used to make edible medicine, was being manufactured under the auspices of the Pinolville Pomo Nation, the sheriff's captain, Greg Van Patten, said. BH lab? Well, that's what's the interesting thing, is if you, uh, last night I happened to be on Facebook and caught a little Facebook argument by uh, two guys who were sort of involved that the... Uh, so it sounds very much to me like people sort of pulled out of, uh, as United Cannabis and the other consultants pulled out about four or five weeks ago prior to the this thing getting raided. But there was a big argument about that on Facebook last night in which it was stated that at least the guys from Tricome Heavy uh, were really concerned that they felt they had only uh, had water hash processing equipment and they didn't want to be charged with having right. BHO extraction equipment, which is super duper illegal. I mean, it's, I, I don't know, I mean, it's even, even with the fact that it just looks, a PHO lab is fucking scary looking if you looks don't know like what it's used for. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking terrifying with, you know, huge ovens, and if, I'm, I'm sure they had multiple extractors in there. Is that why you're making rosin, you're afraid of BHO lab? That scares me. No, but I mean, it, I mean, in, in reality, it, it's, um, it, it does look, if you don't know what you're walking into, it does look like you're walking into Breaking Bad. So factory. That was that particular piece. Um, so it sounds like bad news up there. Uh, it sounds like you can and everyone got out before it got bad, but the tribe there is shut down. And it's weird, man. Like how how is that allowed? Um, we were led to understand that no one would interfere with stuff going on sovereign. Right? How the hell can you get like in the, there? The president said that. I feel like he's in more in charge than the sheriff. I don't know how that works. Well, like did I not? I mean, this just might be part of it. I feel like I overheard or I may have heard that one of UCAN's gardens, or one, and again, this isn't fact by any means. I feel like I just heard this somewhere, was possibly taken over by the cartel. There is rumor of that. There Could was that there was one ru- the same garden? There was some asa- something said on the Facebook thread last night, which I knew I should have screenshotted at the time because I knew it was going to be news. Gonna, yeah. And I didn't, and now it's all taken down because right. it was a big, ugly argument. And, but, and again, not saying that, that that was did, said was, did not happen. But Tony Verzura said that you can't pull out because... Uh, like uh, gangs, he said, gangs with machine guns, which is the cartel, or maybe not the cartel, maybe just gangs with machine. Okay, guns. let me tell you, you don't have any bloods or crips that are walking up onto a garden with with machine guns to take over your garden. They don't care about that. That's not their market. They're not going to do that. That's a cartel. You're in California. My understanding is that these guys were actually hired by the tribe for security, and you can just didn't trust the guys. Okay, well that's what I mean. It could or could not be the case, and that. But if it was taken over by a cartel, that explains why. Even though the president said one thing, he clearly went and did another sure, because that would if make it was sense. cartel that run. That would make then. sense. But again, it could be it could be something completely <coughs> completely different. We're Mike, not didn't sure you send me news? I did. You did, right? I'm pulling it up right now. 
Thanks again for, I mean, Peppa Pot with coming through, coming with through the strong with the drinks, dude. I hope there's the wraps to follow it. Mm. Yeah, you can say thanks because you never throw them the weed. Dude, I love the... I this love dude the charges us an ounce of weed a week for food. He gets an ounce? Man, you know, he keeps he keeps asking for more until it hits roughly an ounce, mm-hmm. yeah. Dude, but this it starts moss, with man. a quarter. This moss. I like this one. This one has ginger in it. Mm. Island Peppa Pot. Mm. Oh, look, he's got the grubs, too. All right. Budget Bill Pat. Oh, sorry. I almost forgot Dred's favorite part. What's that? Do it. Hashtag N-N-N. N-N-N. Oh, N-N. boom. Done. Even though... He doesn't like that part. I feel like he's learning to love it now, though. No, he's definitely not. No? Budget built. Play it again just to see. Just see here. Dre, just let me know if you if you like it this time. Budget bill passed by Congress prevents the DEA from spending money on CBD enforcement. That's what all these... CBD guy's been banking on for all this time here. I know. Bond villain. He's going to up the sponsorship now. Uh, New York. When a cannabidiol supplier was approached by the DEA agents at a national trade show in October about the legality of their display and samples, attorney Bob Hoban stepped in. The drug enforcement agents did not understand. Wait a second. Uh, can you imagine being approached by the DEA and all at of a sudden... At a trade show, you're slanging CBD. Uh, you're about to get arrested, possibly, and your lawyer talks them out of it. The drug enforcement agents did not understand CBD and its distinction from THC. I don't THC's. understand what you mean. Well, but no Main Street. Nor did they understand the legal difference between industrial hemp plant sourcing and typical pot plant sourcing. But this looks just like regular weed, man. They thought it was illegal. This looks like weed. Why? What do you? There's no THC. You just can't get you high. Based in Denver, Hoban represents 15 CBD companies, including Canavest, a supply, a CBD oil supplier. Agents approached the booth and began to inquire as to what made my client think that they could possess and display the CBD products at the trade show. Because what makes you think you can possess and display these CBD products at this trade show? Because you're not a medical marijuana licensee in the state. I happened to be there at the time, and the owner deferred to me. Armed with the legal analysis based on the Hemp Industries Association legal case, the DEA agents were hard-pressed to argue with Hoban. Marijuana laws generally prohibit cannabis sativa L and any part thereof, and as and as a part of that plant, CBD is illegal, said Abel. Those who say it is legal are relying on an interpretation of the Hemp Industries Association case. Hoban was able to convince the, the DEA agents and their supervisor of the legality of his client's CBD display at the Natural Products Supply Side Trade Show in New York City. Fucking amazing. Well, here's the here's what I'm saying. If there's DEA agents at the Natural Products <coughs> Supply Side trade, trade show, show in New York City, they could do with weed. I'm pretty sure that has nothing to do with weed. I'm pretty sure that everybody at Cannabis Cup is a DEA agent now because there was at least a few of them at that. I show. obviously heard that there might be some CBD suppliers there. Hmm. Huh. I don't think they're just wasting their time. I mean, I wouldn't even look at that trade show. If you I were DEA, they're better at their jobs than us, or worse at their jobs than us, because obviously it wasn't even fucking illegal. You can import hemp legally and sell it legally, but you can't grow it commercially here in the U.S., said Adam Laufer, an attorney and co-CEO of MJ Holdings in Miami. Although industrial, well, you can here in Colorado, though, sucker face. Although industrial <laughs> hemp fiber, stalk, seed, and oils can be lawfully imported into the U.S., currently a license is required to extract CBD lawfully. Like, who, what, what who is wrote the news this? source of this? The news source of this from the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. The Engineering onion. the growth of marijuana with less than 0.07% THC in it is also legal, and that's what our buddies do. That's how CBDs will be cultivated legally if and once the farm bill is brought in. Laufer told me. Is Main it Street. written CBDs, or are you just saying that? No, that's how it's written. CBDs. Man. 
Industrial hemp cultivation is legal in Colorado, Oregon, California, Kentucky, Vermont, Montana, West Virginia, North Dakota, and Maine, among other states. The budget bill passed by Congress last week cuts the DEA's funding for any marijuana enforcement in any lawful or medical state, said Hoban. It also prevents the DEA from spending any money on CBD enforcement. Uh, I gotta pull something up. Up, 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 Adam texted me a story, but I gotta get it. So we have to read it. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. Someone get some weed for Peppa Pot. Adam's not here. Give it to, the, New York give it to again. the kid. I'm okay. I'm actually not all that hungry. to Santiago's on the way here. I was Bike pretty sure that it. Adam sent me some news. Um, nope. 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 Adam did not send me some news. No. no news Someone else Adam. sent me news, but that's okay, because we got Cheesecake Lady calling in with some news for us. Oh, so should I sit? Fire up the Skype. Fire up Scotty. the Skype. Dead air. Where? Yeah, bike talk. Nothing. Nothing. I, I'm trying. Tell me about glass market. I'm moving, moving my face closer to the mouth. What'd you do? What'd you do on glass market? I delete people all the time. That's all I do. I block. You don't sell stuff on there. Rare, rarely, I do. Sometimes I do. I'd rather buy stuff on there. Do you make glass market pretty much just to buy? Have a good stock of glass for yourself? Yeah, I wanted to have the um, corner in the glass market. Did you see my new, my new little mini tube here? Oh, I was cool. admiring it before. I kind of want to dab out of this thing. I didn't bring the nail. I opened it up and I'm like, it's fucking gorgeous. Bring. Who's That's this from? Sweet. Carver B made that. For this me. is the Carver B tube. Oh, yeah. it looks even better on Facebook. It's dark in here. I like because none of the lights are on. It is Why dark are none of the lights on? Hold that up to the to the camera, kid. We can't see it. If you hold it up to the camera, man. Oh, we're skyping. Never mind. But hey, Pat. Oh, you got to Okay, cool. So hopefully, Cheesecake Lady will be on in a second. And to all you guys listening. You did tune into the right show. We are running a little behind, but... Uh, As usual, and that's usually how we handle things better anyways. I mean, it just gives us more time to prep. But we do have RJ from the Gorilla Glue fam coming on. He's locked in. I'm texting with him right now. They're about 20 minutes out from that if you want to go, I don't know, get start dabbing. I Someone messaged me in the, in this morning, and they said, are you really going to do three hours on Gorilla Glue today? And I'm like, no. We, no? I don't... I, having not spoken with you at the point, I said... I, a, I highly doubt it. B, we we probably could. We could. We definitely. I mean, I talked to him for an hour and a half last night. Oh yeah. Um, Is Jessica calling us. You're a chat That'll Kathy be it for sure. Well, I got. I was learning a lot. I hear you. Dude's been growing for forty years. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Do we have our cheesecake lady? Jessica, do we have you on the line? She can't. She, oh, well, that's great engineering there. Yeah. Top notch. Well, one of these channels doesn't work. I always forget whether it's five mm. or six. Now you should Welcome okay. to the Adam Dunn yep. Show. Hey, it's Jessica. How hey, are you guys? Hey, Jessica. How are you? It was you your know, life remains ever glamorous. Well, Every week without some scandalous bullshit to contend with. First, I want to say happy belated birthday. Second, I want to ask the kid to just... Is it my headphones that are loud or is everything loud? It's super loud in here today. Okay. What do you mean? It's That's very loud. loud. It's loud. It's very Yeah, when we pick up the Skype call, you get that feed. Like the it's not loud over here. It was here loud before that she okay, called. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to just pull it down there a little. All right, so, uh, cool. so Jessica, Beautiful. on your birthday, you received a really special gift from the state of Colorado, right? Yes. 
What'd, what'd you pick an up ass there? reaming and a pregnancy test to go with oh. it. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Why don't you tell us about it? So, um, yesterday, I think this actually came out like after midnight on Monday night. A notice was out in the early morning saying that at 3 p.m. there would be a stakeholder meeting. Now, there's more to this because, of course, I've done the homework that precedes what happened yesterday. Um, last Wednesday, Kathleen and I went to the Board of Health rulemaking request hearing, which was just on the 16th, so five days before this, or, yeah, what, six days before this was released, um, the state had a hearing to request, the state had a hearing to request hearing. Okay. And then, you know, they sent their normal invite, which is their state policy that you have to send these invites to all quote-unquote stakeholders. How do you become a stakeholder? They, who, how do they determine they who's a stakeholder? They the invites, Kathleen and I went, after waiting for two and a half hours at the Hilton Hotel, which was quite posh, um, and sitting through a taxpayer-funded lunch, which about a third of which got eaten and two-thirds of which got thrown away. What did they serve? On the first, which is kind of exciting to note that that was the first day of the fiscal year. So while we were enjoying a tax holiday on cannabis purchases, at the very same time, the state was throwing about three or $4,000 away to rent a hotel room out, which was only eight blocks from their headquarters, where they have a bigger conference room. But that being neither here nor there, um, we waited through the, the lunch and all the other bullshit. They called the marijuana topic up, which was the setting the date of November 19th for the hearing for this draft policy. And they discussed that they still needed to write the draft policy, and that's why November 19th was their projected date. Then they denied us any chance to participate in public comments because we wanted to point out that the statute that they're using as basis violates the Constitution. So changing the constitutional framework of the patient registry and doctor relationship based on statute written 15 years after the constitutional amendment was kind of a bad idea. But they wouldn't let us make any public comments and we got booted out of that meeting by the Glendale police. So we left and that was glamorous. And um, then six days later they have a already prepared but in the meeting we were at they talked you know they made a lot of glad talk about how they needed to convene a special panel to write this shit so that being neither here and there six days later we get this document draft three-page draft of policy regarding recommendations for marijuana as a therapeutic option to provide guidelines for Colorado physicians who recommend marijuana for medical use now the, the thing that I find most interesting about this is that they have its date issued as November 19th, 2015, which is the date of the hearing. And it's like, they've basically written this without any input from the community whatsoever and preemptively dated it, the date of the hearing, because they plan to rubber stamp this shit no fucking discussion and no fucking... They don't want to change one word what they've written. Right. But this was not written by our community. So... So what, Basically, what are these new rules we're dealing with now? Well, the, the, the policy of the medical board is that the recommendation of marijuana as a therapeutic option constitutes the practice of medicine and that any physician who provides such recommendations must adhere to the following guidelines. These guidelines do not put a standard of care and are not intended as an endorsement of marijuana. Rather, this policy serves to clarify the responsibilities of a physician setting a marijuana recommendation for medical use. 
and then it says the fish, physician should make sure that basically um, your physician now needs to be a specialist in pain, a specialist in cancer, a specialist in MS, a specialist in one of the seven conditions for which you can get. So you can't yeah, just a medical recommendation. So Dr. Cohen be a general doctor can't write who has anymore. a medical degree and has been a doctor and you know maybe wants to retire and not do such an intensive practice. It can't be an it can't be you know an osteopath. It's got to be an oncologist, um, an intern, just huh. a. That's I mean, sad. I don't know what kind of doctor specializes in pain except for pill mills. Yeah, um, so a pill mill doctor can write your. Is that like just so like now. you said like Dr. Cohen couldn't write red cards anymore? Almost every doctor, as of right now, could not write a red card anymore. Based on this, based on unless they can specifically, the physicians have specifically developed competence in the area of assessing and treating pain to improve function. Competence necessities understanding current evidence-based practices and using other resources and tools related to evaluating patients, recommending marijuana as a therapeutic option as a last resort. In some clinical situations, consultation with a specialist is appropriate. So basically it's saying that if you don't have a, a specialist um, certification within your field, you can no longer write a marijuana recommendation. Huh. Wow. Now that's one thing. I've got to ask why go it has to be a last resort, too. I mean, I know that was sort of the structure before, but I do want to revisit the fact that, like, hey, try OxyContin before this is basically at the heart of this idea, which just seems you should probably not say that well, about basically, anything. Basically, there's a... Uh, five for a six-step process for assessing whether or not a patient is eligible. It would include, first, their patient history, second, a physical examination conducted by the doctor, number three, risk assessment. Physicians must conduct a risk assessment prior to making a recommendation for marijuana as a therapeutic option. Risk assessment is defined as an identification of factors that may lead to adverse outcomes and will include patient and family history of substance abuse, including drugs, alcohol, and marijuana, patient medication history, Oh, hi. To determine potential drug-drug interactions, mental health, psychological, psychological conditions and history, abuse history and psychological, physical, emotional, or sexual history of sexual abuse. So basically, of course, <clears throat> my sexual abuse that I suffered made 13 has a deep impact of the impact, and mass I have at 60. I mean, I'm not speaking for myself personally, but I'm saying like, that is something that should not have to be discussed. That's total fucking bullshit. Health conditions that could invigorate adverse reactions and then prescribers and dispensers should observe patients for any apparent drug-related behavior and follow up appropriately and an apparent drug-related behavior is exhibited. So they don't tell you what apparent drug-related behavior is. It is. Does that just mean being happy for a fucking change? <laughs> then, if you're walking around happy the, and you're eating a snack, Now here's the, the thing that I think is interesting. Item number three is risk assessment. Part of what they consider the risk assessment, and they explain it later in the document, is that they have to take a piss test on you and make sure you're not already using marijuana before they recommend that you use whoa, marijuana. Whoa, 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 whoa. So they want you I'm to take... I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. I'm just telling you that to have your brain spinning. Now, <laughs> the, the number three item on that list of things that are evaluated, whether or not you're eligible for have cannabis, is your risk. Number four is your pain. Wouldn't you think your pain would kind of be ahead of that on the list of things that are important. And so basically it tells that they have to have a, uh, a long-term evaluation of patient's pain for the nature and intensity, type, pattern and frequency, duration, past and current treatments, documentation of past and current treatments, underlying comorbid disorders or conditions, and impact on physical and psychological functioning. 
and then they must have a prescription drug monitoring program recommendation. The, the physicians must use the prescription drug monitoring program prior to recommending marijuana as a therapeutic option. So what is that? Prescription drug monitoring program basically means that you have to have an ongoing relationship with this doctor to make sure you're not abusing the drug. They need to monitor you to make sure you're not smoking more marijuana than the dosing, which we're going to get to later in this doc. They have to tell you what your dosing is, and then if you're not sticking to that, they can revoke your card, or they should revoke your card, or their medical license can be revoked. I mean, this is all, this, none of this is going to happen. No one's going to follow up on this. This is all written to terrify doctors who are eligible from risking their more lucrative part of their practice over a $75 card. So I got to ask this. I mean, is this uh is is this like implemented law or this is something they're putting to a vote now? They they don't have, this isn't a there rule, right? There will be a right? hearing where the medical board will rubber stamp this and make this the law of the medical board that will determine whether or not you're eligible to have a medical license in the state of Colorado. So they're circumventing the so legal process really entirely. Law. This is not covered under statute. This is part of a statute that was written um, this is part of SB 15014, the caregiver bill. So the caregiver bill that also brought us plant count limitations, room size restrictions, and all of this other fun stuff is also bringing us this. It's, it's one big package of great things. So this has also basically been statutorily mandated, does not go to a vote of the people, does not basically um, even include any participation from anybody other than apparently Christian Thurstone, Larry Wolk, and a couple of fucking stooges. So, but, you so know, straight the up, sixth this item is of what you have to do before you can recommend somebody their card is that physicians must order imaging studies and laboratory testing as necessary to render. So, if you've had a broken bone in the past, they need to X-ray that, even if huh. it's fucking healed and it's been years. Urine drug screens will be considered to ensure compliance with treatment recommendations. Pregnancy testing during the initial evaluation should be considered for all women of childbearing age. What if I'm in too much fucking pain to even get laid? How the fuck am I getting pregnant? What if I'm on my period? Like, why the fuck do you need to pregnancy test me? That's none of their business because pregnancy has never been shown to... I mean, there's never been a fucking child with a birth defect from fucking cannabis smoked by the mother, ever. So they're basically just doing all this scare bullshit, and then... And I mean, what they're they doing say, here is, it's it's really sneaky. They're, rather than saying, oh, you, citizen, who gets right. to vote, you can't get medical marijuana. No, no, they wouldn't do that, because you can vote on that. They right. say, you, doctor, who gives them that medical marijuana, nobody gets to vote on what we do with you. Yeah. We're going for you. Huh. This is exactly, that's exactly right. And I mean... Um, one of the items of the physician must educate their patient regarding dosing. There is no established dosing for patients because it's never, you like, know what, like do you feel qualified to educate a patient on dosing? Phoenix Tears is completely different than my average day-to-day pain from my broken femur. M- me, and absolutely not. Uh, well, what would, you know, what would be some advice you'd give someone? A patient needs a lot more medicine than me, but a spinal injury patient who's 18 may need more medicine than I do, too. Well, and that being either here nor there, it says you must be educate their patients regarding dosing. Also, proper use, risks, alternatives, storage, disposal of marijuana, and the potential for diversion. Why the fuck does your doctor care about the potential for diversion? Why don't they tell, again, why don't you have to do this when you go through any of the other Oxycontin? drugs that have a high potential for diversion? Right. Why can I break my leg 
Well, go how about, into a hospital. How does every and like, you break your 11-year-old's leg and go get a fucking prescription? Right, right, which is even more fucked up. Yeah, why can you well, just Why like, is it uh, that every kid in high school and certainly every kid in college can get Adderall from another kid who has a prescription and no so one talks easy. to puts them through all this shit? I got, I got exactly. Adderall when I was in third grade Ritalin, when it was still like Ritalin and wasn't even Adderall yet. Ritalin. No, they gave you that because because you needed to come. We already knew you were a drug seeker. Well, no, but you're right. I needed it. I needed it then, but they gave it to me when I was in third grade. Did you sell it to other kids? Not until high school. Then you were not a hustler. Not until, like, sixth grade. Yeah, not until high school. Yeah. (laughs) So, basically, I want to say this, this is what the state says the risks may include. Risks may include, but are not limited to... Number one, overdose. Number two, misuse. Number three, diversion. Number four, addiction. Number five, physical dependence and tolerance. Number six, interactions with other medications or substances. Number seven, adverse reactions. And number eight, death. What? It's going to be a really short meeting, I guess. Uh, they're going to say, so that list of stuff, really none of that stuff is going to apply in this situation. But, I mean, basically they're saying Dr. Cohen or Dr. Eisenberg or any of the other good doctors that we rely upon. Well, now let's tell you that you are at risk of death for something that has never fucking killed anybody or they're at risk of losing their fucking medical license that they spent eight years in college going to school for where cannabis is never fucking discussed at all. And then they have monitoring and follow-up. Physicians recommending marijuana as a therapeutic option for their patients must be available for patient follow-up and will monitor the patient on an ongoing basis for efficacy, drug interactions, adverse reactions, improved function, and possible addiction. Hooray. Um, then you must also collaborate. No, see, item J is very sneaky. Physicians recommending marijuana as a therapeutic option for their patients will collaborate with that patient's other health care providers to reduce the risk of drug interactions, adverse reactions, addiction, or misuse of marijuana, and to ensure optimal therapeutic benefit. Here's the issue with that. HMOs do not allow marijuana. The VA sure as fuck does not allow marijuana. People on Medicaid aren't allowed to have marijuana. Basically, almost anybody who has any kind of insurance from the government or from a private source, if their doctor gets wind that they're using marijuana, will be dropped from their fucking medical coverage. So, if their doctor chooses to follow that up. Right. In Colorado, I don't think it's going to be a major issue, but I do think it's a fucking... I mean, with the VA and stuff, those people are government employees, and they've been told to crack down on this, so there will be people who will comply with what their bosses tell them to do. And, and this is a perfect example of what we've constantly been saying here in Colorado, that they're going to use every means possible to drive everyone into the recreational system, yep. as many people as possible into the recreational system. So they can system. wipe away medical entirely. Yeah. Well, they're going to leave it for the sick kids who aren't 21 plus, and they're going to leave it for the old <laughs> grannies, but they're not going to give it to the average person who can't jump through all these hoops to deal with fibromyalgia or lifelong pain of some sort or another. Uh, well, I mean, how many of these people who have fibromyalgia can manage this many extra doctor appointments? That's, that's exactly what I mean. They, they just, it's not... They're making it so basically, here's what they're doing. People of color, your medical card is gone. Anybody who's brown, your medical card is fucking gone. Poor people, working cis people like fucking me, hippies, your medical card is gone. If you are upper middle class white person who never was ever at risk for fucking getting in jail for using your marijuana in the first fucking place... You can still have your medical card because you can still afford it. But that's it. Like, basically, that's what I read here. It's like, we're still going to lock up brown and black people, but white people like our own college-age kids, let's let them be fucking cool. You know, I mean... I mean, it sounds like it'll be harder still for the doctors to even write that. 
I mean, it really sounds like they're trying to divert everyone to the tax generating. Right. You and know, since, since they love that twenty five percent. Old enough to de- to pay taxes, they're going to keep them on medical so that they can get t- money from them and the, on the lower tax rate. I mean, I think you'll see that once people turn twenty one, the, the number of cards written for them will drop off dramatically. Dramatically. Um, and so basically. There are 14 items of documentation that have to be kept as a record. Now, a medical record will be created and maintained for each patient evaluated for marijuana as a therapeutic option. The record shall contain the following. Documentation of each physician-patient encounter, documentation of appropriate patient history, documentation of a physical examination, documentation of imaging study and laboratory test results for the year and in pregnancy tests, documentation of a patient's medication history, documentation of a risk assessment, so all of the things we talked about earlier. So they have to document that they've checked you for all of that stuff, including a urine screen. Documentation of a physician's review of medical records, which is probably pretty standard. Documentation of diagnoses, including rationale for classification as a debilitating condition and the recommendation of marijuana as a therapeutic option. So basically, if you're writing too many people as debilitating and they're having an, un- an unnatural, and this is the meeting they discuss this, if you have an unnatural number of debilitating condition recommendations, that's going to trigger a red flag to investigate you and see if you're just a marijuana mill. Right. Because Oxycontin mills are okay, but marijuana mills suck. Then it says documentation of alternatives to marijuana try. So basically, you have to try other things, document that you've tried them before you can have marijuana, because that's why you're going to a marijuana doctor. Um, documentation of recommendations, including physicians' considerations of patient's age, prior alleviating modalities, potential for addiction or misuse of marijuana, alternatives of use, potential benefits of use, contraindications of use, and risks of use. So you have to document all of those things. Documentation of follow-up monitoring, including detailed assessment for efficacy and improved function. Documentation of patient education, so basically they have to say that they told you you were going to die. And a signed copy of the state-required certification form. So until now, the only item that they had to have on record for the state was a signed copy of the state-required certification form. Right. So this is 13 brand-new items. Now, here's the question I have. At least nine of the 13 items would be a serious violation of your civil rights and your HIPAA protection of doctor-patient confidentiality if anything, anyone other than you and your doctor looked at them. Like, I mean, maybe, like, it fell open on the doctor's secretary's desk, but, like, beyond that, anybody else fucking seeing that shit, serious, serious violation of the law. So, basically, who is this going to see the PhD, this whole thick packet? Who is reviewing to make sure that this record is being kept because there is no human fucking being who has the legal right to review these documents for these patients. And therefore, there's no fucking reason to keep these documents. So the, do the physicians have any sort of recourse to appeal this, or this just kind of imposed on them? Oh, That's no, the that was want. the meeting yesterday at 3 p.m. that was announced at like 6 in the morning. So at 6 in the morning, on the CDPHU's website, but not emailed to any activists, the only people who were invited to participate was fucking Terry and Ron, the fucking pandering gladhanders who love the governor and everything he fucking does. And they're like the speed bump. They don't know how to fucking speak up and be active. So they basically went there and were like, eh, and fucking were completely ineffective. And a few doctors showed up. But, of course, these fucking people who were like, we're invited, we're special, didn't fucking put the word out to anybody. Like, don't call your fucking self an advocate if you can't put the word out to fucking anybody to fucking participate. 
I don't fucking like everybody, but I tell everybody when every fucking meeting is, because even if I don't like you, I expect you to be there and participate. That way we can have a fucking honest debate, and whoever has the most, you know, convincing opinion should fucking win. But this bullshit, like, behind-the-scenes shit, where I'm positive that not one doctor that I've seen in the last eight years has been invited to this, and... Dr. Wolk came up and fucking quizzed Kathleen and I at that other meeting for like 20 minutes about Tabor. He didn't fucking understand Tabor. We explained it to him. And he stood there and talked to us like, not like he's our buddy, because we know he's not our fucking buddy, but we were civil to his fucking sad ass. Sure, professional, I guess. The fact that this um, whole conversation... You know, he didn't bother to mention like, hey, six days from now, (sighs) we're going to have a secret meeting where we release a draft of shit that is completely contradictory to everything that we've been statutorily asked to do, which, in fact, is a violation of state constitution. Because the constitution is pretty clear under Amendment 20. It actually says the state of Colorado Department of Health has only two privileges. And it's privileges. It's not rights. It's not, you know, areas of authority. It basically says they are allowed to review the forms for correct filling out and issue the cards and they are to keep the registry confidential. Those are their two privileges that they have been extended by the Constitution. They have no other authority to do any of this shit, and most of what they're doing is a serious violation of HIPAA rights and would be a serious legal violation. Even, and I guess at this meeting, some guy from an insurance company showed up to say this part about, you know, work doctors working together is not going to work and that the insurance is going to drop all these people which they're not legally allowed to do under Obamacare which is going to force all these people to be on the state's insurance because they can get no other insurance and the last item on this after the 14 items I just ran through is four patients who are in the opinion of a physician require an increased marijuana plant count the record must reflect the rationale for the increased plant count and this rationale should include documentation of a stepwise progression from efficacy from six plants until the so basically, you have to start with six plants. So you have to have at-home metric everybody. at this point, too, pretty much, is what they're saying. Yeah, you got to obviously home track metric. all your plants, prove all that. The fact that this conversation or this uh, these things can even be happening while there are drugs like Oxycontin and like Percocet and the fact that there's alcohol on the shelves the way that it is, it just, it just I mean, it infuriates me. It makes me absolutely... So fucking mad that we even have to have this conversation when they can literally look at us and be like, well, this is a plant that grows out of the ground, but you can get fucking Oxycontin anywhere for anything. And moreover, here's the get thing. Morphine. If this thing, if you right. can get morphine. Yeah, you can my get dad, pills. you my, can get Demerol, you can get things that are like worse. I mean, you can get basically liquid cocaine. You can get just about anything. Oh, yeah. If you're white, you can get it prescribed. My, I'll my say dad, this. If you, if, if you. I like that. If you can legally, over the age of 21, go to a store and buy it, and all they need is to have a tiny label on there, how the fuck is this? And that doesn't mention the risk of death. That doesn't mention the risk of addiction. That doesn't mention any of these risks. And I'm not suggesting that it should, because that's fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous, but why should ours have to? But this basically (laughs) just gives a, uh, you know, basically it's like there are no mental health conditions that are covered by cannabis, but it implies anybody who's using cannabis is at risk of an immediate mental health breakdown. Right on. It implies that we're addicts. It implies that we're criminals. I mean, if you read between the lines, what they're really saying is you need to tell them that we're going to come and arrest them if they try to divert this. You can't give them a bunch of plants because they're using that to sell weed. I mean, 
pick the fucking news this week. You got to have a fucking Rick Salinger jumping out of the fucking bushes to spring on some fucking bitch with her candy bar. And, uh, I mean, it's like, come the fuck on. This is beyond ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay, Jessica, unfortunately, we do have to wrap it up for this week, no, but no, we're going to bring I you back. Actually, I have to go to work. Oh, go to work. Congrats on the new gig. We're going to do some shout-outs, and then we're moving on to the Gorilla Glue 4 story. Um, awesome. But we want to thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Um, we'll keep the bastards honest, at least, or dishonest, whatever. Well, I will keep you posted as this progresses. November 19th is the date of the hearing. I think, I mean, I know I always say this. It doesn't always happen, but I think at some point we have to have bodies, like just physical bodies of people that are like, Held to the motherfucking no. Yeah, right. It's gonna and take that. It's gonna take that. We might have to raise the ADS army. Right. And we so might have we to all all sit right. in on one of these. Well, you know, it, it's it's so much fun. All right, but, Jessica, um, we do, we do have to wind it down. We gotta we gotta keep doing the shout out, but we will continue uh, supporting the cause as always. Thanks for all coming, right. Jessica. Bye, guys. Later. All right, and big big shout outs, and then we'll be live with RJ. Big big shout out to Way to Grow. Number one sponsor of the Adam Dunn Show. Mm. Still killing it. Are they still doing the Gavita sale, kid? Um, no, I think it's... Uh, pull that up. That pull is, that up. It's pulled up right now. You're That's not the sales. you got to go to on sale. Through. It's going to cycle through. Take it through. All away. Yeah. you got to go to on sale. It's going to cycle Well, it's not cycling. Yes, it is. Way to grow. 25% off Canna. Oh, it's Canna. Yeah, 25% off all Canna nutrients. 30% off the boost. That's all month in September. If you go in there and mention the Adam Dunn Show code which is at the end when they say, what account are you? You say Adam Dunn Show. They'll hook it up. Super fat. Uh, gear. Sure, they got that. Uh, all the little knickknacks. That's what I love using the code for. Like all the little beakers and uh, graduate silk. Because the markup on that is out of control. Pens. And they, they bring it right back down for you when you use the code. So that's yeah. that's the, that's the money I way mean, to do it. If you go and order something big there and then you get a couple little things and you use the code, you essentially get those little things for free. Right. Which is awesome. Right. And then the candy is always free. And then, yep, fucking candy. I haven't been there in a couple of weeks. So uh, I think since last week, actually. So it's it's probably. The stock's probably, probably really good right now. I haven't been there. So. Big, big shout-out to Incredibles Edibles, IncrediblesColorado.com, uh, our number one favorite edible of everyone here on the show. I mean, I would say that even if they didn't sponsor the show, they are they're the best. They're the best. Whenever anyone comes in the dispensary, it's what I recommend. Uh, whenever anyone comes to town and they want to buy some edibles, it's what I recommend. Mike, you got any feedback on that? Too busy I agree with camp. your stance on this position. Do you, have you, do you have any experiences where someone visited town and they got to try an incredible bar. they ask for it to tell you the truth really they already know it yeah it's they, reputation they that's like one itself. of the, the names they're like take me to a place that doesn't have Dixie take me to a place that does have Incredibles that's great they know they at least know the basics alright well uh, you guys can check them out at IncrediblesColorado.com and they're available at finer dispensaries well every dispensary fine and terrible all over Colorado <laughs> big shout out to buildthesoil.com uh, our number one organic sponsor these guys have brought us so many classic episodes about soil, and they bring... I'm, I'm about to set up a, a no-till in my basement, I think. I think I'm going to go no-till. You're going to jackhammer out the foundation and Yeah, I'm go actually raw. just raw no-till. Do some mushrooms while you're down there. That's actually a really cool idea for someone who owns a home. Unfortunately, I'm not in that position as a renter. So I'm going tent, but I'm going to be going all, all build the soil. Jeremy has his. If you go to the blog... Okay, why don't you scroll it up to the blog? Yeah. If you go to the blog up top... This is what convinced me. Look at his... Look at. Have you seen his pictures, Mike, on Facebook and stuff? No. If you look at the newest pictures on Facebook, which uh, I don't think we're going to be able to pull up, 
Really, really impressive how he's with that little... There's LED. us. That's us. That's when he was here. Good. It was the good nitrogen episode. You can see how woozy the kid is in that picture. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. If you want to see the kid fall asleep, watch Last that video. Good nitrogen episode, yeah. Um... Of course, big, big shout-out to Dark Horse Genetics, uh, creators of the Bruce Banner, uh, home of a lot of great strains right now. A lot of big things happen in the Dark Horse world. Uh, Still, you can click through to their partner, Jaw Farm. Jaw Farm is going to be your source for all the seeds, man. That's where Dark Horse Genetics, Franchise Genetics, Pacific Northwest Roots, Ocean Grown Scenes, La Plata Labs, Jaws Gear, Mosca Seeds, and the Dark Horse Gear, and also, you can click on it, kid. The kids own. Uh, the bags aren't even up. Well, you can look. Keep an eye out there soon for the extracted rosin bags, produced by our very own the kid. He brought some by the store. They're actually cool, dude. They're good. Robbie was impressed by them. The tea bags. Yeah, they're good. What's the micron on those? Uh, the tea bags are ninety micron, and they're in a two twenty micron carrying case. So you can use that so you for can a use shaker, it for like a shake, or put it in like a small bubble run in like a jar or in a washing machine even. Um, so yeah, they're pretty good. Outside stitching, heat safe up to four hundred and twenty degrees, three by six inches. Up so you can how many degrees? Four hundred and twenty degrees. Wow, which is solid. You never should. You shouldn't be pressing that hot anywhere close to. Sounds that hot. twice as hot as you need to go. Right. So they're solid. They're really made well because I've been reading online so many people's bags melting into their product, and I didn't want that to happen. So <gasps> yep. So and definitely they're made, they're made by Acme. They're made in Nepal by the same people who make bubble bags. So they're they're solid, solid product, um, and then they're bigger than everybody else's out there too. They're three by six, but they're going for the same price. So you can cut and fold and reuse, you know, multiple times. So keep cool. an eye out for those. Big, big shout out, of course, to the homies at Elite Cannabis. Uh, dude, I've been really put, trying to put people. Scott Reach made a post. Did you see Scott's post on Facebook about the Elite? You missed it? I, you, I, I thought so Facebook was see. like. There's so many posts to see. So many well, started a Facebook page where they put all the posts, important posts, posts to see. Isn't that yeah. Reddit? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'll tell you the truth. Speaking of Reddit. I saw something hit Facebook. Like a Facebook for Facebook? It hit Reddit recently. Which was what? Oh, fuck. I have to remember. So, hold <laughs> okay. on. It happened yesterday. Well, like I said, there's so much to go on. I just have to go through the file. You you think about that while while I'm continuing my elite cannabis shout out. If someone remembers what it was, chime in. Chime in. I sure. Mean, I have a personal shout for them, too. I hooked uh, Dave up with... with uh, uh, guy Chance out in, I believe it was in the Massachusetts area. I'm not positive what state they were in, but they needed CBD, mm-hmm. and he really took care of them with with a lot of the Mary's nutritional stuff. And they really do um, bring the same quality product of the, the products that you can order online. What I mean, are the chances of that? Is right. that a pun or a play on words? It's a play on words. I think that was more of a pun. Was it a pun? I don't know. I don't know. But they give you great products online that you can buy the same quality that you can get here, same price that you can get here. Everything from the muscle freeze to the CBD patches and the infused topical gels and even the remedy concentrated cbd oil charlotte's web sticks so yes, they're really sir. doing a great great job with with hooking everybody up with uh easy to access cbd web and sticks web sticks yeah so i guess that's pretty cool now we got to move on to one final shout out oh did you see the elite uh yeah did you see the elite vaporizer is it cool? I heard yes. I was talking that to David about that actually. Sick. We just, we're gonna get one to have uh, Black Will Breeze review on JDI. What? Why don't we have one for White Mitch Shinosita review on Adam Dunn show? Slacker. Uh, also, big shout out to the homies at Dope Magazine. Uh, they're doing the Dope Cup out in uh, on October fourth uh, out there in Portland, Oregon, at a venue called the Refuge. Uh, Dope Magazine's involved. Proper Villain Productions and Refuge Portland are supporting it. It's the fifth Dope Magazine Dope Cup. That's our caller. It's the fifth hey, Dope Mitch. Magazine. Hey, how's it going, Ross? Hey, what's going on, man? 
Um, we're just going to do one more shout out, brother, and we're going to start your segment. Um, so just hang with us through this live read. Uh, Dope okay. Cup 2015 is the fifth Dope Magazine Dope Cup. The event is produced by the local Dope Magazine team and the local Oregon partners. The event is produced to award the Oregon cannabis growers, extractors, and edibles makers. Vendors will sponsor the event to set up booths, sample product, and sell merchandise such as clothing and non-medicated products. The event is private with an expected attendance of 1,500 people. Tickets will be sold prior to the event via private and public channels. Dope Cup is a cannabis-friendly event that will encourage the private display and consumption of cannabis throughout the event within the confines and respect of the law. So Portland area, even Pacific Northwest listeners, check it out. Dope Cup, it's going down. Uh, don't miss out. Love those guys. We just had Griffin just leave the studio from Dope. Yes, so sir. yeah, love those yes, guys. Sir. We just signed a contract with them, so I'm really excited to work with them. So now uh, from that, let's, uh, let's introduce our guest here. Long awaited, and I told you it was going to be a big one. We got 115 in the chat room already, and you're just showing up. We got RJ from the GG fam, the guy who made the Gorilla Glue, on the line. RJ, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I uh, want to make sure you can hear us all right. Uh, chat room, let us know if you can hear RJ all right. We're going to navigate through this together as our engineer just left the studio. Maybe not the best timing for it. But uh, so, RJ. We we talked a bunch last night. We got a kind of a preview uh, of of the discussion, and I kind of want to get the the first question out of the way because this is what happened when I posted on Facebook that we were going to have you on. The question was, well, well, actually, there are two big questions, and we're going to open up to listener questions later. But the the first question was, uh, come on, why why are you having this guy on? Was it a it was, I thought it was a, a herm or something like that? And and the case is that it's still not very clear what happened, how it happened, the actual lineage, where the parents came from. So we went through it last night, and I'd love if you would share that whole whole story with our listeners. I'd be happy to. Yes, it was an accident how it happened. But being cultivators for as many years as we have been, we knew what happened was very special. So instead of throwing the seeds out, which there were very few of, they were very small herms. It wasn't like the whole plant herms. We decided to take cuts and grow it out. So the process went as the Kim sister shot some pollen over to the sour dub, we ended with, I think, seven or nine seeds, somewhere in that area. Now, one thing you had said to me last night was that sour dub wasn't a true sour dub. It was a sour dub S1. Is that correct? I believe so, yes. We got it as a cut, as a sour dub, but I don't believe it was a true sour dub. So, we grew out one or two of those seeds and it was a really special little plant we just kind of named it cha-ching amongst ourselves myself and Josie Wales and it was it was a nice plant really liked it well at that point it went into Josie Wales room and it had to be moved I don't know if the stress or whatever caused it but it also shot some pollen into a chocolate diesel which there again the first time there was only four seeds the second time I believe seven to nine seeds showed up that was the creation of Gorilla Glue 4 GG4 um, we've popped one that we call the run 
It was a really nice plant, but it didn't produce. We popped number one, very good plant. We're gonna re-release that next year in 2016. And through IC Mag and everything, Josie Wales and all his friends, because IC Mag was a big help, um, entered GG4, which was the number four seed that we popped into the LA Cannabis Cup in 2014. And now you told me that that numbers two and three, those just didn't germinate, right? Those are they died shortly after germinating. You never. Yeah, them. they just didn't turn out. So number yeah, one, I don't think they even popped. Number one was the runt, or was the no, runt? There was the runt, and then there was number one. Okay, so there was the runt. There was number one, which is being re-released. Two and three didn't really happen, and then there's number four, right. which we all are getting familiar right. with. And, and this was some time ago, right? This was like 2012. When, this was around 2012 when you popped the number four. Uh, yeah, right in that time zone. Yes. And sorry, please go ahead uh, with the number five. Uh, number five is a cross between the one and the four. Um, you know, before it was all released, we made sure the plant was stable. You know everyone calls it an accident that you know they don't know what we're doing but honestly we're lucky and we do know what we're doing so the one the other big question i got on facebook was what is up with the gorilla glue number seven and bike i never heard of that but that seems like something that everyone you know knows about the story that i heard from probably the most reliable source i don't want to quote them because it was a while ago that the number seven was an S1 or the number four is what he told me. Okay. And uh, that seems to, RJ, that's that's pretty much what you had told me about it last night, too, that there's a lot of S1s out there. Correct. We never created a number seven. A lot of people right now just shit their pants because a lot of people are holding a cut they call Girl Glue number seven and it's bomb and it's really similar except the leaves are different. And, and I can't wait to tell them. <laughs> No, I've seen the post on social media of number seven, and I've reposted not too many times that, you know, it's not a GG strain. It's somebody else has created it. I have no clue what it is, but they're playing off of our name. And uh, I want to talk about the name for a minute. That's something we brought up last night, and there's a few elements to it. I mean, first... Uh, did you name it right away? When? How did it get the name GG, and when did it get the name GG? Well, the name came from Josie Wales, and I believe he was trimming, and he went to grab his phone, and when he got done speaking to whoever he was, he couldn't get the phone out of him. <laughs> he said, you know... It, to me anyways he said it stuck like gorilla glue and from that point on i think that's where the name got created it sounds like the name stuck like gorilla glue too right yeah it did and you know gorilla glue tape and glue is something really special and you know we didn't know we would be playing off of their name there was no intent there so we're trying to change things to just GG4, GG1, GG5. But that name's there, and it's never going to go away. It's actually pretty cool. 
And you know, it's so funny because we, you know, we hear so many strains that pop up and are like the next big thing, like that Skittles that came out. You know, for example, everybody thinks it's the next big thing, and people talk about glue now, especially with all the extracts and a lot of the rosin coming into play about how big of yields they're getting off of their glue. I mean, it's that's what's. I mean, that's what I love about glue. I went and and got a couple gram spencer yesterday and actually came back a second time to pick up more because it's not. It's not just one of those strains that everybody knows the name and it's a popular strain. It's it really is just that good. If you get a solid cut or the place that you get your glue from has a solid cut of the glue, it really is just that good. So it's not like it's being played out or it's just popular because of the name or because people are talking about it. It's popular because it's fucking fire. Period. No, it speaks for itself. So now we were talking about the process it was getting made, uh, and we talked about how the Sour Dub was likely the Sour Dub S1. And, uh, you know, the, the series of bizarre events that led to these stress herms happening are kind of a story unto themselves. You shared those with me last night. Um, and would you be interested in sharing them with the listeners? Sure. So, okay. You, you, will you just re-ask me the question, and I'll give sure. you the answer. Sure, absolutely. I mean... Uh, you were talking about it seems that uh Josie's phone has played a lot, played a lot of roles in uh the story of the gorilla glue. Uh on the one hand it it stuck to his hand and gave it the name. On the other you were telling me about a time when he lost his phone and that led to the Correct. second accidental pollination. Correct. Um yeah, his phone had gotten stolen or lost and it had been gone for a couple of months and the police department showed up to his house in regards to some crime committed involving that phone, which he had no part of. Oh, no. Well, for that reason, things got moved to another location. I believe that's probably where some of the stress came from the plant to Herm. Mm-hmm. Um and there again, it wasn't nothing that the whole plant did. It was just a little section on the bottom that seems to happen to everyone sometime along, you know, depending on what strains they're growing, they're more apt to do that. Now, what part of the life cycle would you, do you think was it that the plants were in when they had to be moved? Do you know, like, what, um, what were they in veg? Were they in early flower? Were they in late flower? No, they, they were in flower. Okay. I guess, yeah, if you moved him in veg, it wouldn't make it one. I wasn't there for the move or anything, so I, I honestly couldn't tell you that answer. That's something Josie Wales would be able to talk to, and next week, hopefully, he's well enough to be with us. So let's let's take a moment to address that. Uh, I know that when I posted the, the Gorilla Glue guy, Josie's the one who, who seems everyone knows because a lot of our listeners know him from ICMAG. Um, and I think... Everyone expected to hear from Josie, um, and we did want to let the listeners know who just out of the loop that uh, Josie, unfortunately, is uh, having some health problems that's going to prevent him from being on this week, but we're hoping to have him join us back with RJ next week uh, to sort of follow up and, and get his side of the story as well. Um, so for those who are holding out for Josie, you're going to get him, sounds like. Uh, yeah, so. it's a really good possibility. I know next week he'll be sitting right next to me. Awesome. So, however it works out, um, he'll be there. Awesome. Um, we're excited to do it. So, I mean, tell the story, man. Like, you, you kind of 
had this thing. You knew it was special. And then I know the first time I heard of it, as I was telling you last night, was when I went to the L.A. Cannabis Cup or the San Bernardino Cannabis Cup, um, the one that ended up winning. But I had it even before the competition started. Uh, our buddy Chris had, had some. And I had seen it posted, I think, by him, a couple of people. When did you first see the, the glue bike on in the internets? Right after that, probably. Before. Oh, so it wasn't before. Yeah, no. I remember when I when never heard of it until the cup. The I heard, I saw it like probably November before it started wow. to get posted. Chris posted somewhere that that was going to be the next hot shit. Kate Ashikasas. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember at the San Bernardino Cup when we went to to see Cushman at the booth, and he he gave you a nug of like, "Yo, you got it! Like this is straight fire." That was that was the, the year after. So it was the second year. So yeah, this yeah, is the, year the first that. one. Okay. The first one. Yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah, the. I, I saw it. I mean, uh, I'm I'm not a huge, huge chem fan, so there's a little chemmy for my taste when I saw it, but I knew it was something special just by how the resin coverage on it. And that's that's what's amazing about it. That's why it's worth discussing to me. You know, this something special happened with the glue. It, it's pulling 30% yields in solvent extracts. How much do you squirt in rosin from it? I mean, with a with a shitty at homemade press, you're getting off of the flour at least between fifteen and eighteen percent. Is that the verb for for rosin? Squ- how much you just squish? How much you squishing? How much you squashing? Uh, and if it's, uh, I've heard upwards of twenty-seven to thirty percent off of a good press that has the right amount of pressure. It's a new hash plant. I mean, bubble uh, bubble hash. Nicotine was saying that he was guaranteeing twenty-five percent on a fresh frozen Gorilla Glue run. So. You know, it really is something that has a dramatic impact in the industry. With concentrates being like forty percent of what's sold in, at least here in Colorado, that's a huge, huge impact. Um, and with that sort of commercial impact, I feel like we got to talk more about it because how did that happen, man? Like, how is it that it's able, it has this resin production trait that's able to give such of these these high yields? And in this case, it was by accident, but by double accident, and with two accidents in there. Is it a freak thing that we could ever do again? And you had said something to me last night, RJ, that you really think that it's a it's a one in a million. You've never seen it before. Never, you've obviously popped seeds before, never seen anything like this. No, I haven't. Um, there again, I believe it's one in a million. Uh, the weed gods were shining down upon us, I guess. Um, like I had said, between myself and Josie, we have over 80 years of playing around in this field um we knew we had something special which a lot of people may have something special but they don't take a cut of it and the plant dies out and the strain dies we're smart enough and been in this industry long enough to know that we had something special to make sure to take cuts of it flower it out and see what it does if it was no good, well, then we'll get rid of the cut. No big deal. But when we seen the the first, what we called cha-ching, was a very special little plant, we knew that the next step when Gigi was created was very special. And so, so to clarify uh, the exact way that Gigi was created, the cha-ching is what hermed or what received the pollen, what got pollinated? The from the two, it started with the chem sister and the sourdough, and then from there there was four seeds created. From that point, Cha Ching, somewhere along the line with Josie Wales, had Herm, 
and I believe seven or nine seeds created. I don't remember at this time. He would probably know that number better than me into the chocolate diesel. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's what created, between those three, created the GG strain. And, uh, sorry, going through the chat room here. I think we're going to open up to listener questions in just a moment over here. But, so, uh, what was your, you guys that kind of had this thing, you knew it was special. You decided to enter it in this cut, uh, cup. Obviously, the cut had gotten out a little bit in the right circles. You decided to enter it in L.A. Uh, what would you, what'd you think your chances were? Zero. Huh. Wow. Zero. Like, not even, ah, uh, there was a chance. Like, no. That there's this. So you essentially were going in being like, eh, fuck it. Why not? Like, we're not going to win, so who the fuck cares, but we're going to put it in anyway. Well, yeah, because we knew it was good, you know. But the chances of winning a, a cup, I didn't expect it. I know Josie Wales didn't expect it. It was a hope, but it was a hope and a dream. So when I got the call from Josie Wales saying we won, I was flabbergasted. I'm like, whoa. Wow. And at that time, there were, I believe, right around 100 clones released at the cup. Uh and then as it moved on, it ended up in Michigan. And there again, I have to thank the people of IC Mag for all their help in moving this along. So the cut ended up in Michigan. A gentleman entered it, and it won again. Hmm. Well, at that point, I went, well, the public speaks volumes. We do have to, we knew we had something special. Now the public knows we have something special. You know, it's funny you mentioned Michigan. <clears throat> right when the hype started hitting Colorado, Gorilla Glue, Gorilla Glue, uh, we couldn't find it here in Colorado. I had to go to someone in Michigan to find it. And it seemed like I, everyone in Michigan had it right maybe about a year and a half, two years ago before we had it here in, in Colorado for sure. While it was there, I don't think there again, just by my numbers and seeing what I see, I believe only 30% of what I see is actually real. From the real cut, filtered down, the other 70% could be an S1, could be somebody that, hey, I got the Gorilla Glue, here's a cut of it. And it's really not. Um... There's no way of proving it or not proving it. You know, it's just the visual thing that I'm seeing. Uh, so myself personally, I believe that 70% of what people are calling the glue, Gorilla glue number four, is not actually it. It's a cross, it's an S1, it's something along those lines, but it's not from the original mother plant. So, uh, chat room question coming in here, RJ. Let me go back down there, because just scroll down. Oh, is this the same thing? What are the key phenos? What are the key phenos of the glue? Meaning, what are the key features of the glue? I'm not really sure what they're saying there. Uh, Vetus, uh, one of our loyal listeners and friends, Nick Vetus, said, Mitch, so what cuts are a round of GG? 
we know that the number four is. What about the number one and the number five? So, RJ, bring us up to speed. You said that you're going to put out. You said you're going to put out the number one in 2016. And what what about the number five? And what makes those different from the number four? Okay, we're going to release the number one and the number five in 2016. They all had their own little different characteristics. Um, number one is a little bit more tiny. I feel it produces a little bit better than the four. The number five, to me, is a little bit more on the diesel side of things. You taste the diesel a little bit stronger. And there again, I think it's a little bit better yielder than the four. So the four is out there. The public hopefully has the original. Chances are they they might, they might not. It could be an S1 filtered down, being called what it is. Um, so that would be the difference between the one and the five. And they're all three are very special plants. Uh, if I had to pick the one I like the best, personally, I like the one best. But that's just my own personal preference. So, um, hang on, I'm going to bring it back to the chat room here. The chat room is filling up as the chat room remarks about itself. That's weird. The chat room is becoming sentient, bike. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle it. So people wanted to know if there's any way they could recognize if they have the one or five. Obviously, uh, they they don't have it because you guys have not put those out at all. No, there's been maybe five or six people that actually have the number five. And how are you guys going to put these ones out? Are you going to put them out in seed form? Or are you going to put them out in clone form? Ah, the other question I have is on the the lineage and history of the chocolate choco diesel that was used in it. That's a worthwhile question to ask. Let's do that. Tell us about that chocolate diesel. How'd you end up with it? What's the story of it? Uh, Josie Wales received a cut from a friend of his. Uh, It was a really nice plant. Loved growing it. Um, There again, was it from the original chocolate diesel or was it an S1? I couldn't tell you. Maybe Josie Wales would be able to, but myself, I don't know. I just know that Josie Wales received a cut from a friend of his, and we just put it into our rotation. And uh, was it very chocolatey? Was it very diesel-y? What, what was it like? It was very diesel-y and very chocolatey. Interesting. And it was from, where? do you know where, he, where geographically he got it from? Honestly, that would be something Josie Wales would have to answer cool. because he's the one that received it. And there again, I have to credit IC Mag because there's so many experienced cultivators and they shared cuts with him. And we've also, in return, given people the cuts of the floor. Sure. Absolutely. So another chat room question that came in, uh, Jimmy P in our chat room is asking, how do you know if you have a real GG4 or a fake? What can what are the traits you, you look for in order to tell if it's the real deal? Well, it has a couple of little, little distinguishing things um, because I've looked at it for so many years and 
could I say I could tell you it's a hundred percent if I seen a picture of it? No, um, but one thing it, it has always done for us is when it finishes, the leaves go yellow. Just no different color than the same solid yellow color. Right, so never purples now, or reds or anything like that. Yeah, there's never a purple tint to it or anything like that. I'm not saying some other people might have that happen if they do have a true GG4, but in our experience, just myself and Josie Wales, that's one trait. Another trait that it seems to have is in veg, uh, there again, it depends on how, what you're vegging it with. There seems to be a little kink in the bottom. It doesn't go straight up. There's always a, some kind of little kink to it. Interesting. Those those would be the traits that I see. That's very interesting. Um, so hopefully that answers the chat room's question. And I wanted to kind of put into context your, your growing experience and growing information. You were telling me that you first saw cannabis growing when you were 12 years old. Uh, well, I'd seen it before then. It was my grandpa. He owned a dairy farm, and as a kid growing up, we got lucky, and we used to go up to the farm and play. It wasn't my grandpa's greatest days, but uh, we'd go up there, and I'd always see this plant growing on the side of a barn, and never really paid any attention to it. We we're too busy creating havoc. But when you would get some alone time with my grandpa, you know, and out fishing or just before he milked the cows uh, he would always fill up his pipe with whatever was growing on the side of the barn that he did last year because it didn't smell like tobacco to me <laughs> as years went on and I finally said you know what are you smoking and he said three words to me and that was that's the future he left it from there, walked away, left me dazed and confused, but he believed, and this was back in uh, 1970, that that product there would be the future. And so I kind of stuck with it, and you know, I would do the little pop the seed down in the bedroom, get a light, try that, try outside. So since I was probably 13, 14 years old, I started experimenting with growing seeds. And time has progressed and the weed went from brown to green and, you know, has risen so much in THC with no seeds and the whole, you know, the whole thing has changed so much since I've been doing it. But it was my grandpa who got me interested by those three words of saying that's the future. Now, uh, in in the time between hearing those faithful words and hitting the GG4, obviously you, you learned a lot, but did you try making any other strains in your past? Um, tried, yes. I had a good friend um, that was a rather big cultivator back in the 80s 
and him and myself bred a few different things. It was really early. Nobody was really doing it, at least in our area. And we took the skunk and we bred it with some, uh, what do I want to say? I believe it was some Colombian. We mixed the skunk with the Colombian and seen what came out. And so we did a little breeding back in the early days. But other than that, no, I never was, would categorize myself as a breeder. I would say I'm more of a cultivator. And so uh, now you find yourself in a situation, though, where you have these genetics that a lot of people want, obviously, and and for good reason. Uh, They clearly produce a lot of uh, concentrates. It is the the new hash plant. And, you know, one thing I was thinking about, Blake, is you don't always find a hash plant that yields well in every form of hash. That's sort of a unique thing, I feel like. You know what I'm talking about, kid? Can you... Yep. Chime in on that? No. Yeah. Bike, yep. you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, this, the glue, you know, it takes care of a lot of these categories, which is the yield uh, from the bud and from the frost. Um, and I, I, I thought the glue was going to have more hype behind it, like the cookies did. Like the cookies was fading out, and all of a sudden people started talking about glue. It just didn't take off like that. It, it, uh, maybe when they release these new ones it'll give it the bump up that it needs and cause I, th- I think it's it's an all around good smoke but I personally don't smoke it as much as everyone else no, maybe because I got it early and I'm sick of it like every, I, I think every in our cir- I think in our circle you're you're kind of we're jaded you know? big we, we've time seen it. <laughs> so I don't think that's a fair representation of everyone else the chat room certainly hasn't all seen the glue um, yeah there's I, people saying they're just about to flower it now for the first time sure and it's it's the as I said to uh, yesterday, RJ. It's the high is imposing. It, it shows up, and when when you're smoking Gorilla Glue, that's what you're doing. You're being high on glue. You're not really doing much else. It's not like cookies. You smoke cookies and do whatever. But the glue, that's your kid. You smoked a bunch of glue yesterday. Yeah. Tell me about it. It was. I mean, it was productive. I didn't just. I wasn't fucking slammed onto the onto the couch. But I mean, it was. It, it it was just good down to the last hit. Like I said, I came and just bought one gram, thinking it was just going to tie me over until my press came today. And then I came back after pounding through that gram and bought another one. I mean, there's. You can't explain it. You can't explain it. Like I said, I I haven't had it in the jar for a day, and I opened my jar today, and it still just stinks. It still stinks. <laughs> Like glue. After a day of not having anything in a plastic jar, it doesn't smell like plastic. It smells like glue. It's so good. I love it. And I and it's consistent with my rosin, man. I mean, it's it's uh, getting consistently good yields, whether it's trim or whether it's dry sift or flour. It's not like oh, some glue gets a bad yield from one dispensary and another one gets a good yield. It's pretty solid all the way around. They pretty much all look the same. That's why you can tell everybody has the right cut, or at least the same cut that claims that they do, because it all looks the same. But it's it's yielding great. I love it. I love working with it, at least. Well, I think that's what makes the plant as special as it is, is it, it covers all three categories. It's very potent. It's a good yielder. And taste-wise, people seem to really enjoy it. I mean, I understand when people say they're tired of smoking it. Trust me. I understand that. <laughs> it's a commitment. <laughs> so, but it, it covers every 
realm of what you want a plant to do. And one in five do the same thing. And the potency is the one thing we hadn't touched upon yet, and uh, we can talk about that. I mean, that's, I think, one of the things that got a lot of people super interested. Uh, it's the highest testing strain. I've, I have my Dispo. It's Bike, have you seen anything beat the glue in testing? What numbers have you seen it at? Well, I've seen, mine's coming back at like 28s. I saw one one cut of, and I actually think it was from Soil Grown, though, but the Jesus, the Jesus OG. Is like I saw it at like twenty nine, and one of them at thirty. But Alien know, Rock Candy think, yeah. still comes in the highest I've ever seen, thirty four yeah. total. Holy shit! I've wow. never even seen that. Where'd you get that? I'll dig that up right now. Okay. Uh, but th- RJ, you you were saying the highest test you've ever seen on the glue was thirty two percent. Thirty two point nine, I seen. Thirty two point nine percent Gorilla Glue four. I believe it. Um. There again, it depends on the testing facility and how they test and how the weed is, if it's drier or wetter. You're going to get different results every time. Like I know one place tested it at 21%, but there again, that was the highest test they've ever achieved. Oh, I found the so, uh, test on the ICMAG thread. Oh, damn, it's down. Yeah, the test is out there on the internet. I'm going to keep looking around. Just for... And I'm just in here reading the chat room, too. I guess everybody's saying that they like Cindy White. White 99. I think it's Glass Slipper, right? That's what they're talking about out here. Everyone's asking where they can get the best glue here in Colorado. What are you telling, buddy? I say I got the best glue at, at Border Wellness. is the, the best place I've gotten it so far. For sure. And that's the kids saying. And that was the rec side, even. The med side's probably... Uh, even better, I would assume. I mean, the rec side was, again, brought me back twice. So, Boulder Wellness, if you, if you want some good glue, come up and grab it. So, you're seeing, the, when did you get the test result? Was that with the, had you had it tested before you entered it in the cup? Or was did you not see the, anything like that until the, you entered it? No, it was tested before it entered the cup. Aha. Uh-huh. And uh, what did you think when you first saw those results? Uh... No, I had to push my jaw closed and went, wow. <laughs> was it the sort of thing that you sent it back for another test to check? I mean, did you did you believe it? Obviously, you look at it and you're like, okay, I could see how this thing would test high. Um, no, but other people have given us reports that they've had it tested and it all came back high. Sure, so you were expecting high test results. Um, I believe RB26 uh, has achieved the highest test results that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he has a true cut of it, and uh, he's helped us immensely with spreading the word and getting things tested. Um, so I have to give kudos to RB26. Nice. Nice. Oh, here's a there's a story actually in Vice about RB26 growing that batch of Gorilla Glue that I just found. Just googling for the test results came out this April. Um, but Analytical 360, I got a test up here. HPLC, uh, CBG, a little bit of CBG. Yeah, this one's going to break 20%. And Analytical 360, everyone hits low on. We've had them on the show, and he really hits it hard. Um, but yeah, you guys can go check out uh, the article on vice.com, The Quest to Grow the World's Most Powerful Pot by T-Kid. Not R the Kid, which is funny. Um, but yeah, this they feature RB26, who uh, 
Oh, here's the link to SC Labs. 21 consecutive te- in 12 consecutive tests conducted by the California Testing Company. SC Labs, RB26, Gorilla Glue number 4, and Chiquita Banana Strains tested between 30% and 33.5% THC. Wow. wow. Bike, did you hear that? 12 9 million THC, I heard you. 12 consecutive tests between 30 and 33.5%. I've smoked this shit, man. It's strong. <laughs> you didn't need me to tell you the numbers? No, I mean, I believe you. But that's crazy. I mean, and... The, and so it becomes potentially a, a key building block when we talk about the future of super medical marijuana where you're trying to grow as much THC per square foot as possible and extract it. When we're talking about, obviously, recreational, um, it, it's an important set of genetics to work with. And that's why I wish we had, like, John DeFriel or someone to talk about. All I know is if you have two, you have a female pollinated female. That's only, it doesn't have any Y chromosome. It's double X. Against the double, I'm looking at the wrong person, aren't I? Adam should be in the room right now. This is where I would look at Adam and talk about this. I can't look at the kid because he's not going to get it. Bike, should I should I make eye contact with you, or is that going to be a wasted effort? Do it. Okay, so if you got a female plant pollinates a female plant, <coughs> yeah, then you only have X chromosomes because females are double X. Why would I not have gotten that? Okay, well, but here's why did you assume that I did not thinking. know a basic? But hold on, but hold on, but, but hold on. Then I'll look at you, kid. I know. And then that happens again, right? With a, so the female that you cross with a female crosses with another, pollinates another female. Again, right. So right? this is so now. What now? I'm going to ask the question that neither of you can answer well, that I can't answer. Well, that right. What would you call that? I don't care what cross. you would call it. I'm I'm more interested in talking about. There's obviously if it has. I'm going deductively backwards. If it has this crazy resin production, right? right. And it is the process of that sort of cross. And that resin production has to be sex-linked on the female side. And not yeah, the because side. it's getting, like, doubled or tripled right. up so since in the genome, I feel like. So since like. they took a y, maybe a Y chromosome away and replaced it with an X chromosome, maybe the X chromosomes are responsible for resin gland production, which could be maybe why the Gorilla Glue is higher And moreover, what does this tell us about breeding with the Gorilla Glue? That if potentially, if you breed it, only feminized breeding, it'll keep those traits. But potentially, if you breed it to males... Yeah. I mean, I guess if you bred it to a male, I feel like you would still have the strength of the Gorilla Glue, and you you, you would add... If you if what you're saying is accurate, you would be adding a Y chromosome back into it by that breeding with a male. That wouldn't be the Gorilla Glue, right. But you would think that the double X chromosomes of the... F- of the female gorilla glue. Did you say chromosomes? Cro- chromo- chromosome? How would you? What would you? That's an M. Chromosomes. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. But what would you? How chromosome. would you? Are you not? Are you correcting chromosome. me for for pluralizing it? Chromosomes. No, no. I was that? curious about the N in there. Chromosomes. 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 Isn't that? It's chrom- <laughs> anyway, you would be having the two the two X chromosomes from the from the female gorilla glue crossing with an X and a Y male plant. So maybe. Those would be dominant traits, and it would just put the Y chromosome as a recessive trait, and it wouldn't show itself. Or maybe one of the maybe. phenos would do that, and one would not. You would never know. But I, the yeah. point is, that's why I wish we had John DeFriel here because he be able could to have that to, like decide yeah, to know that. Yeah, because that has a lot to do with what you can and can't do with the Gorilla Glue. I mean, we know obviously that S ones that Gorilla Glue seven, if it's allegedly an S one, and people are really into that cut. Yes, Mike. Right. So I'm, I'm messaging with a guy right now. I don't know if he's listening to the show or not, but he he's not convinced that. The number seven doesn't come from these guys. Well, how does he? How can I he not I'm be convinced? T- I'm just telling you the hype behind it, dude. I don't know the exact situation, but he's not convinced. It doesn't even make sense. Uh, he, do you want me to read you what some of the stuff he's saying? Hold on. 
Yeah, Might have him send back. a voice message. I don't want to get his name air. out without him calling in or yeah, call in. And, and, and hey, if you're uh, if you can hear me, message in here. So, so Dave's saying that in most cases, the pollen donor is going to be the dominant over the pollen the receiver recipient. for the recessive. Yes. So unless you had, unless you had a super super dominant male that you were pollinating with the Gorilla Glue. Well, he said the donor is going to be dominant, so that's the male. Right, but so I'm if saying you hit a male into there, right? But it would dominant. have to it would have to be very very dominant for it to maybe affect that. 2x chromosome uh, gorilla glue. You know, if you had a a a, a, a male or, donor that or wasn't strongly male, the female would then probably be dominant because there's female in what you're sure, crossing. Sure, I with. see what you're saying there. So now let me ask. Let's bring this to the man who was actually there. I wish I paid more attention to biology. You know, I know you now it matters, you know? right? Like, yeah. I know all that science stuff you didn't pay attention to matters right. now and that you're in the weed industry. And I'm literally like looking at a teacher writing a Punnett square on the fucking thing with like X, Y, big X, little X. And it's like, God damn it, I should so, have paid attention. So, RJ, in the midst of this, this wild-ass discussion, we're speculating on uh, you know, how, how it happens genetically without any geneticist in us. Um, we want to ask, you know, what, what have you guys seen with it? Was the cha-ching as special as the GG4? <laughs> Or the GG one was there? You know, was that crazy resin coverage trait in that line? And how far back did it go? Was it in the chemsys? Peabod messaged me, and he assures me that the potency and the resin coverage are from the chemsys. So, what, what's your take on that? Uh, well, <laughs> my take is the Cha-Ching was a really special plant. I'm really, unfortunately, we lost that plant. I think that was as good as the Gorilla Blue, number four. But, you know, unfortunately, like many cases, strains come and go, and that one ended up going. But it, it left a few babies behind. So do you think that that trait, that resin production trait, was already there in the Ching to be passed on? Or do you think that it, it kind of developed in that, Passing on, uh, getting you know, passing on the pollen. Well, everything I've seen, I think it just developed all the way along. The ching was covered, um, but there again, once it hit that chocolate diesel and GG was created, it surpassed the chocolate diesel, the sour dubs, the chem sisters in the trichomes or whatever you want to call it um, I just think it was just a, a natural progression to just keep getting better and between the three of them the little threesome that they had worked out really well so and now I, um, one thing that I didn't get clarification on before the one, the five is the cross of the one and the four which one was the pollen donor which was the recipient did you, did you guys make the cross intentionally was that another did you get lucky three times we got lucky. You got lucky three times. You got lucky with the cha-ching, you got lucky again with the glue, and then you got lucky with the Gorilla Glue 5. Yes. That's lucky, guys. It's good karma. Keep riding it. <laughs> no, like I said, the weed god shine, shine down on us. <clears throat> uh, what cross was the four into the one? So the, the four hit into the one, and the, the one was the a better yielder than the four, you said? My personal experience, sure. yes, it you know not that much, but 
I believe you could say five percent. Sure. Growing. And but there is a noticeable difference in the flavor. You said though. Uh yes, I mean there's a big difference in the number five. Uh huh. The four and the one. The one is a little bit more pinier, and the four has a little bit more of that diesel chocolate to it. And then the five. What's the big difference with that one? That is more of this sweet diesel taste, and it has a little bit more of the diesel smell. There. If you smelled all three, if you took an hour between, you would be able to open up a jar and go, okay, go 20 minutes later to another jar and go, okay, 20 minutes later to another jar. Okay, they're all going to have their own little smell. I've seen it. Just like I've seen what, what people call number four up here come out very chocolatey, and I've also seen it come out very chemi. Yeah, I too have seen it, and I prefer it when it comes out chocolatey. Man, it's it's a confusing smell. It is. It's complex, and it's not always the same, and it changes on you. How would you describe the smell, RJ? Uh, There again, I've seen what you guys have seen. Um, My nose picks up diesel really, really strong for some reason. When you're saying Um, diesel, when you're saying diesel, you're saying chocolate. I mean, I I smell like definitely chocolate, not diesel. Yeah, I smell the diesel. Huh. Uh, I smell a diesel shop at times. Wow. I mean, that's the caminess. Um, we definitely smell... I smell that. That's different to me. So everyone smells and tastes different. For I've sure. seen, you know, strain reviews on how it tastes. I'm like, oh, that doesn't taste that way to me. But everyone is different. And everyone's smell is different. And the ones that I've seen that I know have the original cut... There again, it, it's described differently than what I might be able to describe it, because we all have different senses. So, with all this luck, are you ready to put some skill into it and do some breeding projects with it? Is that something that you're looking oh, at in the course. future? We're gonna, you know, we have a few on the shelf that. You know, we're going to to breed with and to cross with, but as of right now, we're just concentrating on these three, and hopefully, we can come out with something new every year—one or two new strains related to uh, the GG strain itself. So, hopefully, we can come out with let's say. GG 5.1 and GG 5.2 or GG 4.1 or something along those lines. Sure, and do you expect to keep just working in in the GG line, sort of starting to create an inbred line there, or would you be working in yeah. other strains? No, we would be looking to keep it right in its own strain. That's that's not really interesting I mean, because you, there's some really nice crosses out there. Mm-hmm that, you know, they're super, they're spectacular. Uh, But no, we'll just keep it within the GG strain itself. And that might, you know, if you keep doing these uh, feminized crosses onto each other, especially if you're doing it, inducing them the same way, it could even lead to that trait being 
accelerated where you get more and more and more. More and more and more and more and more and more and more. So you never know. So let's let's talk about you were saying something interesting last night when uh I was talking about verifying genetics and, and you said, Well, how do they verify it? Because we're having ours sort of cataloged. Uh, tell us about that process. Well, I mean the only true way to verify it would be DNA. And we send our things out to be DNA tested. So to tell if it's a true GG4, you know, we have the results of the DNA test. Um, where an S1 would come out a little bit different. It won't match up identically. Right. So I believe that would be the only legit way of telling if it's a true cut or not. And now you would... And then the other way would be to get a real cut through an authorized distributor. Sure. Someone that, that could definitely prove that they had gotten it from you and uh, Correct. could definitely you know, prove it was the real deal. Um, so, let's see. We got on about an hour ago. I don't know. What are some other things you want to talk about? I, I want to definitely give you the platform. Uh, we can open it up to questions. We can... Uh, you know, we can talk about uh, what you're excited about right now. We can talk about what's coming up from you guys. Whatever you want to, whatever you'd like to address, RJ. Well, we have, you know, a business plan and model put forth. I explained that to you last night. Um, where we're going to take it and the roads we're going to go down on. Uh, I'd like Josie Wales to be sitting next to me when we discuss this. So. You know, let's save the future of GG strains for next week. Sure, let's talk and about the present then. We we did the past. Let's talk about like the recent past uh, since the Michigan Cup and and where you're at now. Uh, have you guys been getting a lot of buzz? I know you it sounds like you you run the social media accounts for the GG strains. Is that correct? Yes, I am. So what what kind of buzz do you get? What kind of reaction do you get? Uh, tell me about that a little bit. Well, I get so much positive reaction, but I get more people asking for seeds or where they can get a real cut or how they can get a cut. And, you know, I I can't direct them in any direction whatsoever because I don't know where they can get a real cut unless it, you know, it comes from the GG Strains catalog, per se. So, you know, what we're trying to do is to set people up state by state to make sure that they have the real strain, the true genetic, and make them available to the public that way, depending on your state. Every state is different than the next state. So we have to work within the laws and the parameters that they allow us to work in. Um, so all I can really tell people is, you know, if we're at a high times cup, let's say, and we have an authorized distributor next to us, there you go. You'll get a certificate. There's your true GG cut. As far as the S1 seeds, you know, a lot of people like dealing with seeds, uh, and, uh, but we all know an S1 is a little bit different than... That's how you get a GG7 instead of a GG4. <laughs> yeah. 
And so, you know, the next special one might be in a seed. But if you want the true strain, it has to be a cut. And it was only released as a cut only. So I know a lot of people have created seeds, and there's the S1s, and I've heard of people back-crossing everything. And there again, are they back-crossing with the identical plants that we had? Probably not. So you don't think that they had the same parents, meaning that they didn't have the, because, oh, sorry, we have, a, I think, a question along these lines in the chat room. Hang on one second. Uh, so he's uh, Springhill Jack, our buddy from the UK, who actually stays up to listen to this. Says, I'm a little confused. So it was Chemsis stress pollen on, I don't know what that says, something chocolate tie to create the chocolate diesel? No, that's not, that's not correct at all. No, the so the the chocolate diesel you guys got as a cut, the chemsis pollinated that chocolate diesel to create the chiching, and then the chiching. Am I getting this right no, or wrong? It was no, chemsis and the sour dub. Chemsis pollinated the sour dub to make the chiching, and the chiching pollinated the chocolate diesel to make the gorilla glue four, and the gorilla glue four pollinated the gorilla glue one to make the gorilla glue five. Correct. There we go. I got the whole thing. I got it. That's the trivia question for today's episode. <laughs> Not that we ever do them. Mike, do you, can you can you recite that? Can you repeat that? I, I can get the last part. That's easy. Yeah. And which one's the seven? <coughs> the seven is not one. Is know. that Chris Casas or Chris? That's, I think K-Dash holds that tightly. I don't think let's any The seven. Get he that. locks that down. <coughs> the landlord made him shut down his grill. He kept the seven in his girlfriend's shoe closet, I think. I heard that story, too. Uh, so, uh, Oscar Goldman, our buddy from Golden Coast, uh, what makes you suspect that the sour dub pheno that you have was an S1 or not, not the true sour dub? Was there anything specific about it? No, just, no, nothing specific about it. it. Just, you know, when you get a cut from somebody, there again, it's like getting a cut of GG4. Is it the real deal or is it from an S1? You just don't know. So I, I really couldn't tell you if it was from the original mother or if it was created from an F1 But I you honestly don't know. Okay. Hopefully Josie Wales could answer that question. But did he did he bring I, it up to you that he thought it might be an S one or was that just was that just uh something you you suspected or concluded? Well, I think we both kind of suspected that it probably came from an S one. And there again, you know, even if you have an S1 Gorilla Glue, you're going to call it Gorilla Glue 4. Sure, and I, I mean, it makes sense. Do you, did you have any reason to believe that it was started from seed, for example, and therefore wasn't just a cutting? No. No, I couldn't say for sure. Okay. And then the follow-up question is, Was had you tried Sour Dub previously, or did, were you familiar with that strain separately from when you guys ran it? Uh, yeah, I've tried Sour Dub previously. Okay. So you, in your opinion, it was just different. You you knew it, and it wasn't the same. Correct. We okay. called it actually. We in our little circle, we called it cash. That that's why we called the little cha-ching. You know, we right. Kept, you we went from cash to cha-ching. Gotcha. So there you go. That's that's the answer. Uh, does anyone in the studio have any GG4 to show off on the show? Asks uh, 
I smoked my last night on the way here. Oh, and I got to give a shout out. If that's John Funky Town Kingston, dude, he got married today. He actually re- responded to my comment on the show saying, Oh, I'm so glad I took today off. I'm getting married, and then I get to watch the Adam Dunn show. And I was like, For dude, his honeymoon. What a great honeymoon. Uh, they're actually coming to Denver for the honeymoon. So I'm going to say oh, right I now, John, if you are listening, homie, um, dude, you bring you, bring your new wife, come on down to the show. Next week, if you're in Denver, you guys are definitely welcome. Hit me up on Facebook. That's You really don't need to listen to the Adam Dunn show on the same day you get married. Um, <laughs> it is recorded. So there's always that. Uh, so I, let's bring I, it back I, to I some just, glue stuff. We, I just received a text from Josie Wales. Yes. Saying the, um, the sour dub wasn't an S1. Was not an S1. Okay. Okay. So we got that, we got that clarified. Uh, no Oscar Goldman. He did not say anything about purple. So it was definitely a proper sour dub. Okay, cool. Nice and easy. So, uh, with that kind of clarified for everyone, everyone's psyched. Good. Chat room, all your questions appear to be answered. Uh, yes. Chat room, all questions are answered, and uh, John Funky Town is coming here. And yes, Oscar Goldman, it was the Sour Dub clone. That is correct. Kid. I'm glad we clarified that. I, I too. Am. Yeah, I too am glad we were able to clarify that. You got any questions, kid? No. You feel like that's pretty covered, right? We debunked the mysteries. We covered a lot, for sure. I mean, and not only did we uncover a lot about the four, but now with the the seven and the one. Well, the seven's discredited. The one and the five are the interesting uh, mysteries. And they're the ones that are going to be, I mean, you guys said you're going to be releasing those. uh, You're going to be releasing the one and the five. five? Correct. So, we, we got another question for you too actually oh kind of since you are more a cultivator how do you grow soil you a hydro guy soil no i'm a cocoa guy you're a cocoa guy yep what do you you want to you want to talk shop a little bit because the chat room here is curious okay uh, i'm willing to talk shop sure sure well i mean you're growing cocoa uh what do you feed you do a cocoa blend you're just straight cocoa you hand water your drippers no, I hand all right. I grow in in straight cocoa. Uh-huh. Um, I hand water um, because of my medical restrictions. Um, I'm only allowed twelve plants. I run them in a rotation. Um, I'm in a five gallon bucket. Uh, so in my my tent, I have two one thousand. Uh, I run two plants under each one. Each are in five-gallon buckets. Uh, I hand water. Um, what what, if, you, what are you feeding? Because of my limitations. Sure. Uh, are you feeding anything secret, or uh, can you tell us what you feed? Uh, no, I don't feed it anything secret. Um, the only thing secret I could say is it doesn't like a lot of nutrients. And I see pictures on the Internet where people over this plant. So I used it does I've, not like a lot of new. I noticed that as, uh, when I was growing it, I, I realized that it was not only was it one of my only plants that I was getting runoff at by, I mean, when hand-feeding it the same amount as I hand-fed all the same plants in that room, 
but when the runoff would go through, the the PPMs would would be just as high, almost. I mean, a little bit lower than when they went in. But you could tell that it really wasn't eating much. I could actually feed that one, you know, every three days as opposed to every two days. And on you know every two days, give it a little splash of just some water and some some base just to make sure that it's not drying out. But I noticed that too. I mean, as soon as I started feeding it, the I would get runoff, and the PPMs and the runoffs were super high. So it, you could tell that it really wasn't uptaking a lot of nutrients, and it was really easy to give it lockout and and give it too many nutrients that it just it, they had nothing to do with them and then the other question yeah. that goes along with that is rj how long do you uh how long do you run it i run it 63 days 63 days on the nose from when you flip or from when it starts showing sex um from when i put it into flower i go 63 days there you go chat room i hope i answered all your questions and that's so everything that people see on gg strains is that stuff you've grown that way yeah i I mean we've seen it at 58 days and my rotation is a 21 day rotation Mm -hmm. so i when we've always found even when we weren't into a rotation that 63 days seems to be the sweet spot i mean some people go 58 some people go 70 i've heard of many different but us ourselves we go 63 days and back to the to the nutrient thing is every third time i water i give it straight water so i'm constantly flushing it and when i finish it i usually flush for 14 to 17 days uh-huh. and then what do you, what nutrients do you feed um the brand of nutrients I use? Yeah, that's what they want to know. <laughs> well, I use house and garden. Okay. I've used other nutrients before, and they've changed things up. So right now I've stuck with house and garden. Um, I don't use all their products, but the products that I do use are house and garden. Cool. So we kind of know that area is that all the questions you guys i feel like i got all the questions for you chat room let me know if i'm missing anything Mike, you got any private message questions i think we're all caught up excellent i got another question down here actually and this has been a few questions people want to know now how was the michigan gg4 grown everyone i mean there's a lot of ways to grow it just grow it it, it whatever I've, works for you yeah you however know, you're growing everything grow else grow the gg4 just don't feed it heavy um, Karuri wants to know. So, where can they? Where are you making official cuts and seeds available? Uh, I think based on right now, everyone wants some. Well, and I wish I could tell you that. I hope I have more information next week, and just kind of stay up with our social media. And when they come available, they will be on our website. They'll be in our social media so that people are able to go get the true and real deal. Uh, Someone asked how much is being spent to market the Gorilla Glue. I don't know if they meant it facetiously, but facetiously it's a good point and a good answer to your question, Bike. On like Cookies had a lot of money behind it, pushing it as a trend, pushing the strain, pushing the brand Cookies at every cup all over the place. I mean... People couldn't get the weed, so they bought the jars or the shirts or whatever. You know what I mean? Quite literally. 
couldn't get a cookies nug, you just got a cookies t-shirt, and it was you just going to be like, dude, I got this cookies t-shirt, man. So. You got a piece of plastic shaped like cookies? Yeah. It wasn't shaped like cookies. Look, this dab mat, it's it's circled. It looks it like a cookie. Cookies it says on cookies on it. it. <laughs> you got some of the cookies, man. So I think that has a lot to do with why Unfortunately, you're going to have to do that with Gorilla Glue, too. It'll I got some of the Skittles. Look, this dab mat. Buy looks a car like a, for you. It looks like a Skittles. Stands. I'm just going to bring people all, get people all excited and then literally just put a bunch of Gorilla Glue in a bag and bring it to them and be like, dude, I've got you mad glue, man. What? Lots of Gorilla Glue. How excited would you be if I was like, dude, I'm coming over with an ounce of glue for you? You'd be like, fucking right. And then I just showed up with a bag of of jars of Gorilla Glue? You'd be really disappointed. Oh, actual glue. That would be funny. That would be funny. It would be a play on words, too. I'd be upset if someone was like, dude, I I have some Gorilla Glue I wanted to bring you over. (laughs) Okay, awesome. I can't wait. Mike, what did I do to you with that joke? (laughs) I haven't heard it in so long. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... How long did you keep once you once you found this and you knew it was special? How long did you keep it secret? And how when did you decide it was time to share it? Was that pretty immediately that Josie put it out on IC? Uh, pretty much when we knew it was something special, we you know started pointing ourselves in a direction that luckily we stuck with and. But as far as how much money have we put behind to market it, we're not rich. We're not cookies. We're not money pouring out of our pockets. Thank God that, you know, the strain itself speaks for itself. So it marketed itself. It would help if you were a rapper. That would that would in- increase its popularity. Do you have a mixtape coming out? As with the case of cookies. No, but they're bringing me on board, Mike. Think I'm gonna I'm gonna rap for a Gorilla Glue? Right on. I yeah. pay to see that. Yeah, right. Wouldn't you? No, nope. No one pays to see Burner either, so it's about the same. <laughs> and you definitely don't want me to rap. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think the other big question that I have, at least, is uh, what, what do we get? Oh, here's a question. So, who grew the batch that won the cup in L.A.? Was that Josie? Um. You know, that would have to be a question he would answer. Sure, that's uh, fine. I, I honestly, you know, I probably knew at one point, but my memory isn't bringing it back to say who did it. I know it was somebody else in Michigan. There again, Josie would know the person's name where I wouldn't. But it was all connected with Icy Mag. So... Whoever drew it was probably experienced at it. Sure, absolutely. Oh, we got a listener from Europe, the Green Viking, asking, can we get it in Europe? Uh, I think right now it sounds like no. Do you have any plans for, for put, bringing Europe in the picture, Green, Doesn't Greenhouse Seeds have it? I think yeah. it's flow <laughs> times Gorilla Glue. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, right? Yes, a joke. yes, yes. Well, there again, you know our laws as well as I do, that you know for us to get it to... Europe would be creating a, a, a felony, to say the least. Sure. So if somebody can get it to over there and it's a true cut, I get requests from the U.K. I've gotten requests from Africa, Colombia, Brazil. We're hearing that Easter Hope in Amsterdam uh, has it um, on the shelf right now. I, maybe not the real deal, but supposedly has it on the shelf right now. It, yeah, I don't know if it was an S one, yeah, if it's yeah. a real deal. I really, I couldn't answer that question. 
Um, eventually, I hope the world opens up and the market opens up and everyone that wants it is able to get it in one form or another. And I think I think we're on the way towards that. Uh, you know, Mike, would you say it's all over the place here in Colorado? Does everyone have it? I know we got two cuts. No one's complaining. They can't get it. We had two cuts of it, and one of them was like me. It just didn't yield. It was skimpy. Was that the number seven, probably? No, no, no. They were both past the GG4. You snarky bastard. But they were just from two different sources, and one of them was like, ah. And one of them was like, the beast, the one that really yielded. And I That one must have been grown with Home and Garden. House and Garden. Uh, that's the one thing that, that stands out about, you know, when you talk about these strains that seize the public's imagination. You talk about Sour Diesel. You talk about OG Kush. Uh, maybe you talk about Trainwreck. I guess not really, though. You really talk about... OG until you talk about cookies and then you talk about glue, you know. Anything else really in there that I missed that's that's on the hit list bike? Your four the four? Everyone five? yeah, Peabody's gonna kick in the astronaut saying chem in general. Sure, the chem line, yes, of course. Of course. But anything else? Yeah, and then all the fake sours. Sure. All the fake sours. But that said are those uh it's well, up there, yeah. It's uh, the chemline kind of debunks my theory. I guess it's how it, but you know the cookies, the OG, not really yielding like the Gorilla Glue does. No, and that's no. that's definitely another reason. And that's how we like it, though. But I'm saying like fire herb that yields is is truly a rarity, and then that yields great in hash too is truly a rarity. It's just this weird, bizarre sort of occurrence, man. Doesn't doesn't normally happen, and the fact that it happened off of you know cereal. Ping, ping, ping. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's just like one in a million chances, I guess, as RJ said right in the beginning. Now, what are the chances of that? Ha- I mean, that could happen to 12 guys a year in different circles that never ever get on Facebook or social media or pass cuts to anyone. It could be a better chance of it happening than you think. Or, but I'm saying if it happened that much, it would happen to some of the people who... It happened to these guys? Sure, but I'm saying it did. It obviously happens to other people, too, and it's not fire. Or I feel like we would hear about at I'm least one you, other case. I've recently I know not even met them. people who've never even considered going on social media. Sure, no, I absolutely. I believe, you. I, believe you. I know this, but I'm saying there are a lot of people who are growing on social media, and it would have happened to at least one of them. It would have? I feel like oh, it would. No, I think more people... Who the fuck cares? Oh my god! What are you guys <laughs> arguing about? This is good stuff. I like this having is a discussion. A, I mean, this is like, a show, kid. What do you want to talk oh, about? It hurts man. my brain to think rosin? about stuff. Rosin, oh, rosin. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like you two arguing back and forth. Now it's we're having. Uh, we're talking. We're talking like grown ups. Ah, this is what grown ups do, kid. They have discussions. Makes me tired. Makes you tired. <laughs> I think it's the dabs. I think the dabs <laughs> make you tired. I went to one dab today. To oh, Paul's Paul's cut. I told you, dude. It's an ounce before he leaves. He doesn't leave with less than an ounce in his lungs. We're going to trick him and give him some CBD here. He thinks I'm joking, but that jar's actually got no THC in it. So, uh, Vetus also says he has two different Gorilla Glues, for the record. No, I think he's talking about hazes. Sure. But you're not reading. No, probably not. Um, but that's okay. RJ. Yes. <laughs> Not that you have any obligation to entertain the kid, but why, why don't you let us know anything else you want to share? Anything you want the listeners to know? I know you have uh, sort of more announcements to make next week, um, but in the meantime, do you, is there any way you want to let people be in touch with you? Well, 
We're in the process of redoing our website. You can go to ggstrains.com. You can follow us on social media. It's all under GG Strains on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and then next week we'll talk about the direction we're taking it and basically the things that we have done to move this along when we won two cups that's when we've gotten together and made a business plan if you want to call it a business plan and at this time we're starting to execute it well we're, we're happy to give you the platform to share it with people uh, we're going to bring it back in studio. Hopefully at some point we can get some giveaways going when you have your Colorado distributor set up and we can give away some official GG seeds on the show. Um, chat room, any more questions? Anyone want to call in with any questions? Let us know now before we let RJ go for the week. No, looks like we're good in the chat room. RJ, again, want to thank you very much for connecting last night, spending your time with us again today. We're looking forward to speaking with you and Josie next week, uh, and I'm sure we'll have reports on the fallout from the debunking of the GG7 uh, by then. And I appreciate you guys giving us the platform to speak, and, you know, thank you very much, and we look forward to speaking with you next week. Awesome. Great, man. We'll we'll talk soon. Thanks. And thank you, and everybody have a great day. And if you have the true GG4, enjoy it. Right on, man. And thanks for putting it out there. You know, thanks for sharing it with the world. Well, no, thank the world for re- recognizing it, awarding us two cups. Well, that's what's well deserved. So thanks for calling in, man. We appreciate right on, man. you taking the time to speak to us. Thanks, RJ. Take care, brother. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, kid. What, what's an exciting thing to talk about? Oh no! You want to talk about our sponsors? You want to talk about arguing back and forth? You want to talk about the sponsors? Think that was an argument? I'm just goddamn. I'm just fucking kidding. Okay, cool. so just making sure. Everything's so literal. Okay. Well, when you whine like this, we tend to pay a little bit more attention to you. <laughs> oh my god, this is so boring. Um, but anyway, so I have the two shirts from last week boxed yeah, up. Are you going to shout out to the sponsors? Do we have to do sponsor shoutouts? Yeah, yeah, I guess we do. It's, it's not time, my fault. So. You skipped it for an hour and a half. I'm sorry, you're bored. Hey, it's our 50th show on live stream. 50th show in the new studio. Did you know that, kid? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. I didn't know if it popped up on your screen, too. Why? Did you eat salt? Was there a salt lick that you were getting salty on while we were doing the show? No. No? Cool. All right. All right. All right. All right. What do you got? Big, big shout-out to Way to Grow, number one sponsor of the Adam Dunn Show. Again, they got Canna on sale. They got the Canna Boost on Super Sale. And if you mention Adam Dunn Show, it's on Super Duper Sale. Can you pull that up, kid? Yeah. You can check out their website. They got resources. You want to learn? Click I Want to Learn. Look, there's a gorilla. There's a gorilla. Glue. (laughs) 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 Click I Want to Learn. Learn about common plant diseases and ailments. Oh. The growth cycle, nutrients, pH, media. You could, although know, those guys you were telling me about before, we didn't understand EC and PPM. I bet you could learn about that on the way to grow. Those site. guys, I was telling you, that he gets so mad listening to those guys. Yeah, what? so mad, boring, boring. EC and PPM. No, I, fuck you! I was talking about oh, that earlier. Oh. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I wasn't bored about it. I you want to do an episode on that? No. Because that would be boring. How could you do a whole episode on that? It's, 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 it would be too boring It's for math. You. Boring. Right, but what's not boring is way to grow, especially their candy selection, as the kid will tell you. That'll yeah. keep him excited. He won't be bored at all if he goes to way to grow. Uh, they have seven locations all over Colorado. If you're listening in Colorado, go check them out. Uh, say way to grow through. Say Adam Dunshow at the register. They'll hook you up. Big, big shout-out to Incredibles Edibles, Colorado's number one edible company. Hopefully at some point in the future, the whole world's number one edible company. Look at all those awards, man. They have won a lot of awards because they're great. They won the Bike's Mouth Award and I believe also the Bike's Tummy Award. Whoa. 2014. The Bike's Mouth Award. Holy. I mean, most recently they've won the High Times Cannabis Cup uh, with Afgato, Best Edible. They've won the uh, Abacus Magazine Munchie Cup. That's pronounced Abacus. 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 Say it again, I thought though. it would sound. Fu- I thought it was a play on words. Abacus. Right? Abacus. Oh. Wouldn't that be the point of it, though? Abacus. That would be a pun. That would, that would be a pun, not a play on words. Exactly, because really, it's spelling. Well, no, no, no. It wouldn't be if it. But if it was actually a proper. Right, but if it was pronounced yeah. Abacus, which is how I read that, I, see, I thought it was a. Do you know what an abacus is? An abacus? Yeah. I know what an abacus is. Uh, that says abacus to me, but as I just took it in the weed. What do you do with that? Terms. Thing. What do you do with an abacus? Yeah. You get, it's an old school calculator, but uh, thanks old, though. Old with little, with little, little bead thingies. What are those bead thingies called? They're, they're, they're on an abacus. What are the beads called? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't either. Do you don't know either? Incredibles edibles. These guys are bickering about abacuses, abacai, but it's not boring. Uh, they got the Incredible Recipe Contest. I don't think it's gone behind, beyond a brownie with an Incredibles bar melted over it or a milkshake that you like dip an Incredibles bar in. So uh, if you got something, I'd say enter it because it stands a really good chance of uh, it's to over. win. Oh, uh, well, too enter late. Enter it anyways. You never know. Now, yeah, they might hook you Tell up. Tell Derek I said you can enter it. Uh-huh. Speaking of Derek, let's talk about Incredible Extracts. I know that stuff's been flying off the shelves uh, up at Boulder Wellness. Um, can you guys speak to Bike? You got an incredible... I got some incredible extracts on me. You have the Jilly Irene Stomper. What do you got? I have the... It's called Jilly Irene Stomper. You have the same thing I have. Yeah, you know why I have this? Because it's mine? Because it was the only one left on the shelf yesterday. This shit sells fast. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens. You know what? I bought mine when I had the choice of all of them. I picked that flavor. Really? Yeah. See, I <laughs> go for the Chem... And the Larry and sure. the band sure. combos that one they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sour band, sure. Chem Larry, I know, yeah. 09. Yeah, I know this exactly. Like, Sour band, I just 09. need about seven of their strains mushed together. That's what that's what makes the rings. But you can belt. just go and be like, hey, I heard there was like a Chem Larry band sour, and they'll be like, yeah, which one do you want? There's four of them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can check them out. Incredible extracts. The black label is what we're talking about. There's also the yellow label, which will be uh, you know, the in-house blend for the dispensary. Uh, big, big shout-out to Build-A-Soil, um, the number one choice for custom organic fertilizer. If you want to really just have to feed your plant water, you want it to have everything it needs, you want to not have to deal with uh, dumping out your roots, replanting it, transplanting it, you just want it to be as easy as absolutely possible, just go to buildasoil.com, get the no-till kit. There's a discount if you go back and uh, watch the no-till Adam Dunshow episode right there that the kid has. Oh no, that's the it's what plants crave. 
There's a no-till episode. You can find it. It's before the GoPro gardening episode. So, Get so the, the time code. that he's telling everybody to go and skip to for information about nitrogen, so he's just telling people to skip to watch me. Yes. <laughs> I haven't even watched it. I kind of want to watch myself like, eh. He just figured that out. <laughs> he just throws out on it. Man. That was good stuff. Yeah, shouts to Build a Soil. I follow them on Instagram and social media. You can just uh, follow them on Instagram on Build a Soil. I didn't get a meatloaf. Really cool videos and awesome photos. Um, And then again, buildasoil.com. And of course, big shout out to, I'm going to say Elite. I hope he pulls up Elite Cannabis, Dark Horse Genetics. You do them in the same order every time, huh? They're supposed to be in the same order every time. I don't know if that's how it's supposed (laughs) to go. No one told me that. (laughs) Big, big shout out to our buddies at Dark Horse Genetics. Uh, obviously, bringing you the Bruce Banner, bringing you some new things coming up in the near future. A lot of good collaborations going on. Uh, and, of course, at jawfarm.com. People ask me where to get genetics in America from American breeders reliably. Go to jawfarm.com. They got Dark Horse Franchise Genetics, Pacific Northwest Roots, Ocean Grown Scenes, La Plata Lab, Jaws Gear, Mosca Seeds, uh, the Dark Horse Gear, and, of course, the Extracted Colorado Equipment. And uh, don't forget, Dark Horse is putting together this extract facility here in Denver, and I know they're already recruiting some really, really top-notch talent. Uh, I would expect big things coming out of there. And big shout-out to Elite Cannabis, Mary's Nutritionals. Uh, the kid hijacked the last one with his story about needing some CBD. You were filling out some stuff, so go ahead and take over the reins this time. Right on. Uh, as I always say, if... Uh, I've sent out two emails this week. I have a standard template email now. Oh, I was looking up for what Scott Reach said, and Scott Reach said the same thing. If you need CBD, you are literally don't know if you're feeding your kid rat poison if you're just buying some random CBD. Heavy metal, bro. There is all kinds of dangerous shit in a lot of the CBD out there. You might as well just be pulling random things out of random cabinets and giving it to your kid. Go to marysnutritionals.com. Their CBD. I've been in the farm. Scott's been in the par- farm. You been in the farm, buddy? No, but I'm going to go up right before they're ready to harvest thing, so I can see some huge plants. But that you can't get high on. Right. Yeah, I'm not trying to get high. I'll go high with them before I go out to see right. the plants. It's a good plan. With Solid THC. Plan. And our, you know, our buddies, our buddy people that is out there working, uh, they're good people. They're doing good work. The genetics are definitely real. The farm is definitely a real place. It's clean. It's professional. I'm really excited about the the CBD e cigs are coming out, and it has terps added to it too, so it tastes delicious. Have you tried them? No, but we're going to. He speaks as if he has. It's Come on, I trust. That's it's how much I trust these guys. Because these guys delicious. don't put out these guys don't put out bullshit. No, they don't. They won't put it out until no. it tastes delicious. I know that. Check them out. Who would put out a poo e cig? Evo Lab. How many other people you want me to mention? Oh. Yeah, I could start really talking. Yeah, really I didn't even know that they off. had an e cig. Yeah, one oh. of those ones that are down in uh, what is it? Black Gold. They they make sure. the, the caviar shit, but they also make the really terrible sticks. No. Out of yeah. Wow. Bike, bike, there's a lot Dude, of bottom feeders. I don't go near e cig, so I'm. They'll pass them out. Like candy. I saw. You can see the the cartridge with the. The, 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 the container glycol just being no, all no, no. inside this is, just looks like melted shatter inside in the, yeah, in the, the elite, elite one thing, yeah, oh yeah. in the elite oh yeah in the nice like ones. liquid gold literally right, right right the bad ones it literally just looks like you have just Ooh. oil in there yeah it's black oil or yeah. I actually saw one that had green shit in it a couple oh years ago oh my god but I just not right. steered away from that 
I mean, the only reason it would anywhere be anywhere close to green is if it had solventless. Boring. I saw some green shiz on the shelf the other day really? from oh, a from a, a top name producer in town too. You name names on the show. You oh, know it, was, it. it was Terpex Green Doo Doo. Terpex Green Doo Doo brought yeah. to you by what dispensary? I went into where the hell was I? Man, how many dispensaries do you go in in a week? Hardly any, almost none. So I was so recently. I had a friend in town. He needed to check it out. Okay, I'll remember where it was. It was a preferred organic therapy. There you go. That's an acronym for pot. <laughs> and that was on the medical side too. So I ended up walking over to the direct side. To the direct side. Is your doo doo less green here? Let me see if you get any less green. Less doo-doo. green doo doo powder. Yeah, and I got. I got. Look, I got. So my body did at least. Um, well, you know, I, I was saying before the break, I have the the two t shirts that were going out. Um, from last week, they will be going out tomorrow. I know I was supposed to send them out on Friday, guys, but I got super busy. But they are boxed up and ready to go, so the two T-shirts will go out tomorrow, and they will get to you by Saturday. Um, however, I did not get an email for the uh, from the bag-winning contestant. So if you guys want, we can do another. Let's do a rosin bag giveaway. Another rosin bag giveaway. What are you giving away? A bag two. full of chips? No, it's <laughs> gonna be a set of my bags. Um, you can get. We'll have some stickers and toss some jars in there for you guys too. That's pretty cool. That's um, a fifty dollars set of bags. A fifty dollars set of bags. How, so do gonna, how do you want them to win it? Um, do you want to do a number caller, or do you want to ask them a question about recap of today's show that they had to be listening for the majority of the show to win? So Let's ask not them a question. figure it out because I'm going to take a little smoky break. What's a, What's a question we could ask them from closer to the beginning of when when they started talking about the glue? Today? Some, yeah, today. So that they had to be listening the whole time. Ask him a rosin question. Well, Fuck we it. covered everything the second time around too, and it's still ask him. Ask him whose press caught fire. Yeah. Oh, there yeah, that's you true. Go. So whose press and the I, MSRP on that yeah, press? At the price of the press and whose press it was that is Not recently the, the person whose press it was. No, or no. The what company's press uh, caught on fire and how much does this press cost? The first and person to tell me. What did that. they win? They win a pack of my extracted Your tea bags. Tea bags. So Ryan will tea bag you. And uh, three by six, ninety micron, and a two hundred twenty micron carrying case uh, with a few extracted stickers and some. Extracted I have a great idea drugs. for your logo now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah, give a call in. What is the number? Seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. Seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. Win a full pack of 50 extracted rosin oh, bags. 25. Sure, 25 bags. extracted Close rosin bags it. and the carrying case, the 220 bag for shaking. Whoa. Uh, all you gotta do is remember. I remember. Who's rosin press? I don't remember. Who manufactured the rosin press that caught fire and how much it cost? Uh, this is our public safety. We reward safe. Safety. Safe manufacturing. Yeah. Safety. If you can, If you can remember danger, we'll give you. Rosin bags. Yep. Oh, it's tagged in a post in this uh, end of this uh, gorilla glue conversation. It just says GG seven. Ha 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 Someone, <laughs> someone, someone got the name right. They got the uh, the number wrong. There's Nick Vitas, who is thrilled to find out that there's no number seven. Is he psyched now? He's ha ha ha, and then there's a lot of people laughing right behind him. Even so harder. Who was psyched on the GG seven? <clears throat> Can you name anyone specifically? Yeah, but I don't want to name his name. Can you write it down for me? Yeah, give me a pen. Just fucking message it to me. We're both <laughs> on the internet, asshole. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're on the internet. Go ahead, Mitch. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who are we talking to? It's Joey again. I seem to be winning on here all the time now. Joey, you can't be the only winner. You, pr- you sc- 
pressing up some rosin in your life nowadays? Oh, I never got the beans from Riot, so I don't know. But yeah, was, what? It, uh, was it a D nail? I'm just guessing because I missed the beginning of the show. Was it a D nail? No, it, it was, was not a, a D nail, Dillweed. Sorry, buddy. Not a D nail. Sorry, buddy. All right, then. It's a gift for else, champ. Right on, brother. Thank you for calling in. Call back next time. Thanks, man. Bye. Got calls in all the time. Good thing so many Oh, and and Nick, I don't have the the. There's no man bun today. Yeah, it's covered. Oh, there it is. You oh. cut it off? No, it's just it's, it's just back. the slick back. Slick back. He's no, got the slick back no biker bro. No more man bun. Uh, people are. We have. Pe- oh, yes. I mean, we have people putting the answer out right on the on the chat. The chat so literally, room. all you need to do is call in and read the chat room and tell me what the answer is, and you'll get a free set of bags. Um, Kittle yeah. tea bag you for free. The one. All right, guys, we're gonna do this right now while we're waiting for one of you guys to call in seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. See that like button above bicycle's head? Push oh, it. Immediately above bike. Put your Push hands it. down. You're like right behind it. Right there. Push it down lower, 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 lower. It's like you're clapping it pretty much. Yeah, it's like right above your head. You're so tall. Usually there's, there's. if you stood up, stand, put your put your body totally, yeah, 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 be as tall as you can. Now it's in front of your face. All right, now close your eyes and shake salt yeah, on your yeah, tongue. Yeah. You've never done it. It tastes, like, it tastes like salt when you do that. I know. Do it for Close everyone. Close your eyes, Mitch. No, you're Pretend to shake salt into your mouth. I do that. You haven't done that. Do it with a kid standing right in front of you and you're on your knees. <laughs> I'm not winning the teabag. Someone else here is winning those teabags. Everybody's giving the right answers. The price is wrong on there, but it's close. I mean, it's, it's the, close. 28, the fact that $2,800 But they're not calling in. No. Nobody's calling in. Yeah. Everybody's just no one wants a bunch of lazy wants, stoners. Wants the bag. No one wants yeah. a bag. It's fine. The bag, okay. the bag of fun. It's all right. No. They don't have to take them, but, I mean, it's okay. Oh. Yeah, there you go. All it takes is a little bit of harassment. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who are we talking to? This is John Funky Town Kingston. Oh, happy wedding. We might have a wedding gift yeah, for you, bro, Funky Town. I'm officially connected to another soul. That's awesome. Pretty Congrats, big deal man. because the government gave you a piece of paper that says so, right? That's what made it real. Yeah, Tax break a, coming a up. license costs money and, you know. But uh, is, it, is, it, is it Rosin Technologies? Is that the name of the company? Yes, it is. That is correct. And was it like 2800 MSRP? Uh, okay, so we're off. Uh, I'll... I'll I'll give you the I'll give you the bags anyway because you just got married and you deserve it. But it was actually thirty seven hundred dollars MSRP before tax and before shipping, uh, and yeah, caught on fire. So you're correct. Um, if you want, if you're going to be here next week instead of me sending them out to you, you can just come and pick them up uh, here. Yeah, it'll be a, like I'm sorry about the dates. It's actually like we're we're going to be there the uh, week after next. Okay, the Wednesday is like seventh. Whenever you're here, buddy, you and the wife so, come yeah, we'll on by the studio. Week, and I definitely want to come to the show. And we'll yeah, we'll yeah, make Pepper sure. Pot cook you a nuptial meal, and, uh, and I'll be we'll bringing. I'll be. Uh, my pockets won't be empty either. Well, great. Throw money at us. That'll be awesome. We love. And that. yes, we are positive. Thanks, bud. Thanks for calling in, and congratulations. And we'll get you those bags when you come in and visit the hey. show. Thanks so much, man. I'm super stoked. I still have not got to try rosin yet. I've tried a couple times, and I fail. Well, when you come here, the kid's going to have a nice piece of rosin for you, for sure. I'll have a nice little slab for you here. But you you got to dab it for your wife while she hits the nail, and then she's got to dab it for you. It's like the cake thing, but you don't get it smeared on your face. I am a Padawan coming to learn from the Jedi. There you go. Awesome. We're looking forward to it, buddy. I'll see you guys soon. Take care. All right, peace. Um, And, yes, we are. So the knockoff company 
it do, they don't make the only person that makes the press that looks like Rosin Technologies press is Rosin Technologies. So yes, the pictures of the press that were posted, we are sure it was of Rosin Technologies press that was catching the fiberglass. So wait, fire. how do you know what what are you talking about? And clarify this. Am I someone saying stupid? Ju- someone just asked on the chat room, are we sure it was Rosin Tech's press and not one of the knockoffs? And I said yes, I'm positive. How do you know that it's not a knockoff? Because kid? there are no companies right now using. So they're just private branding for other companies. Is no. Okay, so I know the company. I know what company they used. Oh, to here they go. It's it's oh, it's Rosin Technologies. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who are we talking to? Nobody. Thanks for calling in. Mysterious. Um, but no, so I, I know I know the company that they used Nick to make Bradley the Nick Bradley says he's seen the knockoff company making the same machine. Right, but the company right now is he ordered it. Like he stated that he, he ordered it from Rosin Technologies. The, the knockoff machine isn't the same thing. They, the uh, Rosin Technologies essentially uses an air mite. And uh, what are you pointing at? The like button. What do you think I'm pointing oh. at? But yeah, so Rosin Technologies uses essentially just an air mite with no logo on there and then uh, separate heating elements. So it, it, it was indeed a Rosin Tech press. Um, the guy said I, I ordered it right from them. So Cool. Pointing at the like button, kid? Button. Whoa! I Pepper forgot Pot. he was out there. I totally forgot too. Peppa Pot comes in off the balcony like a ninja. <laughs> We're all pointing at the like button, being silly. Guys, click the Facebook like button, please. It's a, it's like slightly in front of Bike's face. It's right here-ish, uh, here-ish. I think. I don't even know. Uh, click the button. That's how we know if you like the episode. Uh, if you didn't like the episode, don't, I don't click understand it. If why it sucks. There's, there's so many of you in the chat room. I can't even believe it that you're still hanging around if you don't like this shit. So uh, go ahead and click it. Let us know you like this episode. We'll know what to do. Okay, Nick Bradley has a bone to pick with you. Otherwise, what else we got to talk well, about again, this week? Well, again, send me the link of the company that is actively... He's so salty. Well, it doesn't exist. He's I'm fluttering his eyes. Do. He does this it, with his eyes when he's salty. Exist. So again, he's send me the link of a company selling an air mite with heating attachments on it, and then tell me that a company sells a knockoff Rosentech. Uh, also, Oscar happen. Goldman clarifies, uh, he said the knockoff didn't catch fire. Yeah, like they're, they're, it, nothing looks exactly the same as their press. And if it don't is, be it's not it. the same press. I'm defending them right now, and I don't even like them, so I don't really give a shit, but it's okay. Okay. Uh, Other questions here. What are the questions? When are we getting back on YouTube? All right, so here's the plan, guys. Podcast and YouTube. I really am hoping to be able to set some time aside and change my schedule up in the evenings to be able to designate time to do it, or if you want a sure thing, find somebody who uh, is interested in doing maybe an hour a week of work, who understands the terms FTP, ID3 tags. File transfer protocol. Mike, you're volunteering for a job What's here. What's the next one? ID3 tags. Don't not. Well, you don't have to say what the acronym is. Do you know what it is? Nope. Okay, so you're not qualified. No. The no. tried. That's RSS feeds. Yes, it's a... Uh, really simple syndication, but that's not the point. It's how oh, it's not... I thought it was castating style sheets. No, style R- sheet, RSS, but buddy. Yes, yeah. not C. Nope, different thing. So we need someone who knows a little more. style sheets. We need someone who knows a little bit more than Bike about the internet, which just when I put it that way, sounds impossible. 
Um, hey, I know a little bit about the internet. You know, you are the internet to me, which is probably inaccurate. You are so internet You are the sun and me. Chris K. Dash is the moon, and that is the internet. Uh. The, the universe of the internet to me. Um, but you got to be, I guess, better than the sun. you got to be like some sort of far other star of the internet. But if you know anyone who has the skills, wants to do some interning, hit me up. Uh, info at adamdunshow.com or mitch at adamdunshow.com. Otherwise... We will be doing the updating as I'm able to in the evenings. Over Basically, the, nothing's going to be happening for a while. That's what he's saying. Pretty much, it's going to happen. He's setting things. himself up for a smooth sailing of not having to do any extra work. Couldn't get to it. My schedule wouldn't allow. I tried. So send the email to info at adamdunshow dot com if right you now. want anything to happen. Uh, well, no. Somebody's asking. They're asking for my email to send the mock press to. So I'd like info at Show dot com. Oh my God, salty balls! I just want to see it. I'm salty. I just want to see it. I can't get past this. I can't get past this, so I just don't want to. <laughs> what do you, people are asking me for questions, so I'm giving them <laughs> answers. So here you go. Info at AdamDunshow dot com. You know what would be good, kid? So we can see it. Good. I'll let you know when Is that, that the email end of that shows now up to Can we? Yeah, can we do the rest of the show? The rest of the show. The show's almost over. Okay. Why don't you wrap it up? What do you want me to do? I don't know. Shout out to my beautiful girlfriend, Britt, and dogs. My beautiful wife, Cece, and my kid, Nick, holding it down at home. Uh, uh, Ace and everybody over at the farm flipping ATVs and having dog fights. My beard Wait, for are keeping we doing my face warm. Are we, are we cutting the show short? <laughs> my are we going to do two and a half hours warm. today? Yeah. <laughs> killed it. You killed Paul. Paul's dying. Paul's dying. <laughs> So here's a great chat room question that I'm glad we didn't end the show before this. There's a nursery near me in SoCal that has Gorilla Glue seeds from Elevate Seeds. They claim they are BX3. I don't know anything about the breeding side of things. Do I have a chance of popping a GG4? Pretty much a 0% chance because uh, who knows what they're BX3 with. There's no way they're BX3'd within the Gorilla Glue <coughs> line. And by the time you take something out to a cube, it's pretty stable. Um, and that couldn't have been with the glue. So uh, there's also no guarantee they're official because the official guys just said they never really made the seed lines yet. So I wouldn't really take the chance, Josh. That's my advice on that. Any other chat room questions? I like that one. Nope. Silence. All right, dead air kid. Check what email. I'm going to – it takes like 12 hours so to bad. bounce over. It's not going to be here right now. You can fight with Nick Bradley. Emails tomorrow. do not take 12 hours to bounce over. My mom talked about sending half-naked pictures of me at 4, and they got there three <laughs> seconds later. True that. Where is <laughs> your mom? My mom is going to actually be in town on the 2nd of this month, or of October, next month. So cool. Let's get her on week. the show. She won't be here for the day of the show. 7 is 4 plus 3, says my Holly. Not making sense. What's coming up for our future episodes, Spring Hill wants to know. Um, what do we got coming up? I believe we have uh, these guys back. Adam's going to be back. All right, I'm going to say it. I've been trying to beat around the bush here. Bike, I alluded Thanks, something to Nick. you before I came in today. Yes. <clears throat> yes. That we've had a break in the OG story. Yes. Wait, so Hash Church just had a break in the OG story. Yeah, I think it's a different break. Oh, is it? A different Fino? No. A I different cut? We have Which a w- OG do you have? Allegedly, we found the person who Matt Bubba Burger got it from, and it wasn't a bag seed. What? Yeah, it's an allegation. There's uh, a lot of 
decent evidence for it where Adam has been talking to the guy in New York. The guy actually lives here in Denver, flew out to New York to talk to Adam. He works in the industry out here. So they both live in Colorado. Yeah, no, they I went I, to yep. New York yes. to talk about this. That's exactly what happened. That's some serious <laughs> shit. It's a really important thing wow. if you got to go to New York to have a conversation about it. So we're going to get him in the studio. Uh, this gentleman says he can tell the whole story, connect the timeline. Does he still have it? He never. So here's the story. Okay. Kid. He had. Kid, seriously. I'm going to light you on fire. Ah! He had a strain called Supernaut that selfed and apparently in some of the weed he sold. I see everyone Googling Supernaut strain right now. Some of the weed he sold of that or passed around of that was this bag seed that was given back to him that he in turn popped and then he had this cut and that it was then allegedly swept away by a mutual friend and passed to Bubba. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm not necessarily and and that is the just the point. We've it's had some melting. We've had some false claims on the ah, hist- on the provenance of the OG Oscar before. Goldman, I'm laughing at your yeah. comment. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, man. Uh, we've had some false claims before, but if he supposedly has this super not strain, then we can easily submit it to a genetic test. Uh, and if it's supposedly just an S1 of that, it's very straightforward. So we'll see. Adam's going to come with the whole story. We'll get the guy in studio, and uh, we'll let you guys grill him with the questions, especially Oscar Goldman, because you are now officially our number number one skeptic. And we need that. That's how uh, we stay on keeps point. Keeps us level. Keeps it all. Keeps everyone from getting all, all wrapped up. Kid, you look like you're going to fall asleep. You need to get a meatloaf and a coffee. I got a meeting I got to get to, and I need to get a meatloaf in between there. What you so kind of meeting you got? I'm just hooked up some uh, Mr. Uh, Minor blowers with Incredible. Ooh. Mr. Minor, you want us to do an Adam Dunn show party? I'm down. I'm down. I'll throw it. My place. We're not going to do it at Ryan's place. Ooh, I'm not the kid for one second there. Nice. But yeah, you can come to my place. House. I don't want it to be. I don't. I don't want it to be uh, assumed that I'm. We're not going to do it at the kid's place. Like we're not going to do it at Chuck E. Cheese. I want it to be clear Yo. that we're not doing it at your place. Jerk on the house. Jerk on the house. Mm-hmm. Who's the Good house party. in this case? Is that me? <laughs> oh, jerk on your house. Then we'll, that sounds gross. But yeah. Um, Just painted that thing, man. Boom. All right, we're winding down. Let's wind it out. All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Of course, spread the word. Get this episode going. Everyone, please click the like button. Uh, and uh, what do you got? Shouts. Bike shouts. Shouts to the guys who are going to do some shout outs. Shouts to Grill Glue number seven. Yes, for sure. The number seven. Oh, wasn't there a person you wanted to shout out? No, the creator of Gorilla Glue number seven, Diamond Dave. <laughs> oh, big shouts to Diamond Dave. Uh, kid shouts. Uh, yeah, shouts to uh, Brittany. She's actually working hard. Picked up some extra hours in the garden today, so she's out doing some work in the garden. Shouts to her and the pups back home, Duke and Kilo. Um, shouts to uh, the maker of my press that's going to be there when I get home. Um, you can uh, take a look at them. Their hand presses on uh, medicinefarmsconcentrates.com. So no chance of it catching on fire then? None. Unless because you're really no. strong. Wait, didn't you attach, but didn't you attach like heat? A robot to it? No chances no. of it catching on fire. So you got a press that's a hand press. It's a hand press, 2,000 pounds. And then there's no heat involved. You're and there is heat. It's just it's, it's not going to. The PID turns off. 
So there is a plug involved. Yeah, like I can unplug the fucking thing, and the PID will turn off. And Why don't you just cut the, the cord? Or cut the cord. If I really just want, I could just cut it and then resew it every time. But anyway, shouts to those guys. I'm super excited to use the press. And, uh, yeah, shouts to Dark Horse again for letting us work under their facility. I'm super excited. Big, big shout-out to my brilliant and beautiful wife, Reese. Crazy, crazy little baby Farron who now has uh, songs and motions that she can do, and it's really cool. Uh, Colin Jackson, the press that the kid's talking about is the Medicine Man Press. What's the website again? Yeah, the Medicine Man Press, and the website that you can take a look at it at is uh, www.medicinefarmsconcentrates.com. Um, it's just a uh, it's a two one ton arbor press with sixty sixty one aluminum uh, plates on it, hooked up to a uh, heating element, uh, and you, you know you just bolt it down, and you get great pressure up in here, and nothing but great, great reviews from it from people who have already used it so i'm really excited to get it and big big shout out to of course everyone laboring through the end of the outdoor season you guys got a lot of trimming ahead of you so i should probably get those podcasts updated to uh accommodate all the y'all. trimigan the trimigrants trimigrants uh, a man named old man trimigan uh all right guys we'll be checking in with you next week yeah see you then see you then